Hey y'all, this is Joelle, Andrea, and Crystal. We're friends off topic. Spend the next hour. You know it's longer than that. Say two hours. Just say it's however long we drone on for. You never really know. Spend some time with the girls. Every week we watch a favorite movie that you guys vote on and tell you everything about it. And you never know what we're going to end up talking about, like overalls or snail trails. Stop it. Ah, remember wins. We post a new episode every week. No, really, message us, vote for the movie, and follow us so you don't miss a thing. Friends off topic! Really, that's what you got? That's what I got. You should say it with more oomph. We'll work on it. Thanks for the encouragement. All right, everybody, get out your umbrellas, CB radios, and set that hair with some Aquanet. It's about to get windy, because this week we watched... Twister. Right? Mm-hmm. Loved it. I did. Yeah. Don't breathe. Don't look back. Go for a ride you'll never forget. I'm not back. <laughs> I'm not back. No. Mm-mm. So the original title was Catch the Wind. Oh. And one of the taglines that sounds they wanted. Like a surf movie. And uh, it sounds dumb. Or like a balloon. A hot air balloon. Farts. <laughs> <laughs> well, so one of the taglines that they almost picked was, it sucks. <laughs> but they didn't want people to think it's a bad movie. Yeah. I'm glad they went with misleading. <laughs> misleading. All right, Crystal, what's our synopsis? synopsis. Okay. You're going to love it. It's a whole paragraph long. It sounds amazing. During the approach of the most powerful storm in decades, university professor Dr. Joe Harding. Did you guys know she was a university professor? No. I, I thought not. she was some lady just running around. And an underfunded team of students prepare the prototype for Dorothy. I didn't I even know, know they, they were, were students. students. Thank you. Those are some old students. A groundbreaking tornado data gathering device conceived by her estranged husband, Bill. When Harding tells Bill that Dorothy is ready for testing and that their privately funded rival, Dr. Jonas Miller, has stolen the idea and built his own, Bill rejoins the team for one last mission. He's not back. He's not back. <laughs> I'm That's not good. back. It was a long synopsis, but it told me more than the actual movie did. I was just going to say, like, I <laughs> learned more right for that. And, like, I feel like they left out some pretty important shit. Like, yeah. Uh -huh. Like, when I wrote this out, I was like, she's a university professor. Those are students. They what? never said that ever. No. Oh. No. Like, they were just, I was feeling like they'd just been chilling like Ghostbusters or something. Like, so, you why, know. why were they so mad about him being corporate if he's not a teacher? He's, he's like a weather. Out. He's like weather a weatherman. Because you're not a real meteorologist if you're a weatherman. <laughs> We watched this on HBO Max, by the way. Well, sorry, just Max. Yes, it's I think Max that's now. All it's available on. Oh, really? Yeah. That's how I watched it. You can watch it on Prime, but you have to pay for it. I'm not doing that. Yeah, no, neither am I. So it's on mm. Max. Do we have anything about some ratings or the directors? Yeah. Uh, the Why to Watch is epic, ambitious, and heartwarming. I didn't think that it was fucking heartwarming. No, what whatever. was heartwarming? I don't know. Their relationship. Their love for Aunt Meg was a little heartwarming. Oh, yeah. I did love Aunt Meg with all her steak. <laughs> when are we playing the game? I'm going to tell you the ratings first. Oh, I have it way later, but we can, I didn't know if y'all were actually going to do that. Oh, I did. And so I went into I had to have Crystal tell me what well, we got to tell them. that even meant. 
So I messaged them and I said, we're going to play Boff, Mary Kill with all these characters. <laughs> and then they never replied. <laughs> it's like they don't like me anymore. No, I really did, though. I thought you were having a moment where like you text like my mom does and I still hadn't figured out what you were saying. I Crystal do text told like me that. what that meant though like she, well, she just PG. blurted she said out the PG version she said boff marry kill instead of fuck marry kill okay I mean you can say it however you want we're explicit it was starting and Crystal's like that's my kill and I was like what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> yeah. like what and she was like I'm gonna marry her yeah, and she had to explain it to me. Don't so. tell it. Don't tell her though. I so do still wanna... hadn't deciphered what you had said. <laughs> all right, well, let me go into the ratings. Here it is. Before yes. We, okay. Before we do all that, all right. So six point five out of ten on IMDb, sixty three percent on the tomato meter, fifty eight percent audience score. That's not that good. It's a great not. movie. It, well, I really like it. I, I feel like it. anyone who's ever seen it has loved it. Yeah. Okay, so uh, director is, and I had to write it down how to pronounce his name because I knew I was going to get it wrong. It's Jan de Bont. Oh, good job. But it's it's spelled Jan. Yeah. So he did Speed and Speed 2, The Haunting from 1999, and Laura Croft, Tomb Raider, The Cradle of Life. Writers, uh, Michael, how do you say his last name? Crichton, I think. Crichton. If I'm wrong, I'm sorry. Okay. Michael Crichton, who did Jurassic Park and all of the Jurassic... There's a lot of Jurassic Parks. And then Disclosure in Congo. <clears throat> and Anne-Marie Martin, who wrote Twister and then just acted in a bunch of other stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, she's an actress. I she, didn't Google her at all. She literally only wrote t- Twister. Oh. Did you see any of the movies cool. that she did? I think so, but I didn't write any down because I didn't care. They weren't good. <laughs> they weren't any good. That was my job. And I, I dropped the ball. Ball dropped. dropped These it. balls were dropping everywhere. <laughs> so it was supposed to be rated R, but they cut out some of the profanity and grislier wound details. Yeah, man. I really wanted to see somebody's head get like blown off. Like I mean, just random items fly by and just take heads off. That's what would have really happened yeah. with this debris. No shit. It said that they muted some profanities. Uh, Roger Ebert said, you want loud, dumb, skillful, escapist entertainment? Twister works. You want to think? Think twice about seeing it. (laughs) (laughs) But I liked it. I loved it. You didn't. It's one of those you really didn't have to think a lot about, but you could just sit there and veg and enjoy it like. Yeah, it's like a, you got to just turn your brain off, is what Justin says. Yeah, and watch it and don't it's think an too hard. Movie, yeah, you know? yeah, you yeah. It is. It. it is. Yeah. Um, you want to know? This is off topic, but what shocker? <laughs> what really made Roger Ebert laugh? The scene with the dead parakeet and Dumb and Dumber. He said it made him laugh harder than any joke in five years of comedy. That's a dumb. What a demented man! <laughs> you laughed at that. That's the hardest he's laughed in five years. Well, he's a think, sad, sad I mean, man. Fucking think about that. If that's that fucking funny to mm. him, I mean, I've laughed at some dumb shit. Like when people get hurt, it's hilarious. Yeah, but to that me. was but top, dead top tier for him. <laughs> God. All right, so we're going to talk about the Boff Mary kill. Did we explain what that means? You can. You go, you pick three people. I just learned yesterday. One of them you're going to do it with, and that's all. One of them you're going to marry, and one of them you would just kill, and that's 
That's the whole game. So who's going first? You go first. All right. So I said Boff Carrie Elwes. He's pretty cute. No? Jonas. Jonas. Yeah. Okay. Mary Dusty. Because I got reasons. He would hold up your umbrella. (laughs) He would fix you a lot of mashed potatoes with gravy. And I think he'd be a really fun dad. You know how he had like his straw hanging from the ceiling in the car for his drink. <laughs> and he already had a camera for pictures. So <laughs> that's that's it. Okay. So who are you killing? And you got to kill Joe because she's too tough for me. I think she'd beat me up or take my husband. <laughs> that's what I got. <laughs> so my, my boff is Joe. Of course. A tough she woman. She seems like she'd be adventurous and fun. Um, <laughs> my Mary is Aunt Meg. Because she, wow. she slaughters her own fucking cows. She will take care of me. And then I would kill Jonas because he's a douche canoe. Oh, man. Terrible. I know. Like, I. He is a douche canoe. For me, I was thinking about the person themselves, like the actors. Oh, so, no. Because I love, I love him from, like, uh, Prince Bride. Yeah. No. So that's like, no. I would always marry him. No, 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 no. It's from a princess bride. <laughs> You're but from fucking doing this, it wrong. No. <laughs> You're doing it wrong. You kicked out of the game. You're doing it wrong. Okay, okay. Superficial, um, just their movie characters. characters. Okay. Hmm. What's boff mean again? Fuck. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let's see. So I'm, I'm, oh, I don't care what you call it. You I can probably think on sleep it with if, Joe. For sure. Joe. Mm-hmm. Joe. The tough lady. Yeah. Um, but that's all you get from her. Yeah. That's no, all I, I want from her. She's not marriage material. <laughs> no, no. I wouldn't want to have to deal with her running and chasing fucking storms. Mm. You don't have to worry about her running around on you. You just have to worry about her actually coming home from. She won't. A fucking tornado. <laughs> She's not coming home. <laughs> okay. I can think on it. I would have to kill Jonas, though, for sure. Mm-hmm. He deserved it. Mm-hmm. I agree. Well, we're divided. I don't know who I would marry, though. I I really, when I say... How much do you like steak? (laughs) And mashed potatoes. That would be a... Hey, she does art, too. Don't you like art? I know. See, I told Crystal that I think she just liked her because it's like her future version of her... I like her because she would take care of me. (laughs) See? (laughs) Hey, she was ready for 11 people to show up unannounced. Use all her toilet paper. <laughs> enough. <laughs> she had enough towels in her bathroom yeah. and enough food. I mean, she, no shit. she got a big house. Ultimately, I mean, yeah, I probably would. The woman slaughters her own cows. Yeah. That's right. We would, we would get down on the farm for real. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Mm. So the location, 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 they were in Oklahoma. Yeah. Oh, kind of figured. Figured. Is it that Tornado Alley? Part of it. Part of it. Um, they were also in Oklahoma, like some different cities. I didn't want to list them all. Um, they were in Ponca City. And I remember when th- this movie came out, my aunt had seen Helen Hunt jogging in her neighborhood with her dog. That's so fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> and she lived right down the street from the movie theater. Like, that's a real movie theater. I uh, like that drive-in? Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. So I thought that was my big tidbit. Oh, that's neat. Did they have any um, sequels, Crystal? They're supposed to have one called Twisters. In 2024, but it is being affected by the writer strike. Did you read about how um, filming was slightly delayed? A little bit. Bombing? Tell us. Yeah. 
tell oh, us. you want me to tell tell? Okay. Well, why would you say it if you're not going to tell? Tell tell. <laughs> Filming <Tell-tale>. was. <laughs> I'm not back. Briefly delayed <laughs> in Oklahoma due to the bombing of the Alfred P. Murray. Is it Murray? Uh, Murray. Murray. Federal building. Murray. In Oklahoma City. On April 19th, 1995, many of the crew went to the site to help with recovery efforts. That's good. Good people. I know. Commendable. Agreed. So that made the movie come out a little later. Mm-hmm. This movie was inspired by... Did you want Tornadoes? to Tornadoes? A fucking twister? Tornadoes? Twisters. Night of the Twisters. You know, I'll get on the nerves. During the, 1970s, during the 1970s <laughs> and 80s, several groups from NSSL and the University of Oklahoma tried to deploy TOTO, which is Totable Tornado Observatory. I don't remember TOTO. But never scored a direct hit. According to NOAA, TOTO was retired in 1987, but not before it inspired screenwriters Michael Crichton and Anne-Marie Martin to develop a story around a similar device. Cool. So they used it from real life. Yeah. And what's Dorothy? Toto. Toto and Dorothy. It's the little machine that has the sensors. Yeah. I, yeah. I didn't put it. I did not write that down. <laughs> I have it somewhere. I'm just picking. I, the D-O-T. I can't remember what all it meant. Um, okay. So the budget was $92 million and the worldwide gross was $494 million. It's pretty good. I made fucking like $400 million off this movie. That's a lot. I want Probably. just one of those millions. Just one. Just, just one. one. I mean, I'll say we, half. Actually. We could all split it. I'd settle for that. Man, just blow a, a piece of a million. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this movie came out in 1996. We can set the stage. I was 11 and in sixth grade. I was 12. 12. 16. 16. <laughs> Magical time. I don't yeah. know whose Sharpie pen this is. I think I brought it home from work, but I, it's mine. I think that's the same pen you talk about. I love this Every pen. Time. No, no, no. The last time I talked about the Staples pen. Oh, I really that enjoyed is Staples true. Because I've never been to Staples. <laughs> Us and our pens. Like I've never been to Sharpie either. We write so much. So in 1996, that's when Buzz Lightyear was popular and Cabbage Patch dolls were still popular, surprisingly. Game Boy Pocket came out. Cool. I still have mine. I found it the other day. It's green and it has a Donkey Kong game in it. <laughs> Doodle <laughs> welded in there. No, it works. I turned it. That's fucking so now, cool. If you can see it to play it, oh, that would the be... screen's a little jacked or no? It's small. It's, it's the way it always was. It, oh, everything is normal. My eyes are just old <laughs> eyes. <laughs> Can't look at a screen that's two inches by two inches. Yeah. Um, doodle bears were very popular. Did you have a doodle bear? No. Yeah, no. We were all too old. Yeah. Um, Independence Day was a big movie. Twister, Mission Impossible, Jerry Maguire. Those were the top box office hits. Some of the top TV shows, ER, Seinfeld, Friends, and Suddenly Susan. Hmm? Yeah. I still hear about those other three shows, but I've not never Suddenly heard Susan. that. That must have been, like, not our area or something. <laughs> I don't know what it is. And I, I mean, I've heard of it, but I don't remember anything about it. Um, the top 100 music videos, I have a link to that, but I'm just going to list five. Number five was Crossroads. Oops, that's still my jam. <laughs> it's a good song. It is her jam. Glycerine. I like that one. That was number four. California Love was number three. That's Andrea's favorite song. I love it. Number two was Tonight Tonight. 
Smashing Pumpkins. Mm, nope. I'm the only fan here. I love it. He's whiny. He's a whiny little fucking voice. He is. Yes, mm. I love it. And number one was Ironic by Alanis Morissette. Love. The number one. Yeah. We were listening video. to You Learn on the way here. Hello. Oh. Did you? Did you learn? No. <laughs> I did not. I never do. Mm-mm-mm. So are we going right into the movie? Right in there, fifteen minutes later. She says right in. <laughs> she says right into the movie every time, and it's never right into. The movie. I had read that. This, oh, it never um, starts when I say that. This movie was actually the first DVD released. Oh, I did see that, and like the last HD DVD to be mm. released. I wonder what the last VHS to be released was. I don't know, but Lily come at me the other day trying to explain to me what that was. <laughs> A VHS? No, not so much a VHS. She's like, she was telling me that they were watching something on the oh. screen, and she's she's like, it's on a screen, and he shoves this thing like oh into my God. it, and I was like, are you talking about a VCR? Yeah, <laughs> I was like. But this is her old school um, history teacher that like oh. he handwrites his notes on line paper That's and awesome. prints them out. He does not use a computer. He does not like, yeah. So he so wheels he's still the TV rolling in. with a VCR. I love that. I know. I want to go sub for him because I bet he would do, let me just play a movie yeah, if I subbed. When I met when I first met him, I realized he was a bizarre man. <laughs> <laughs> but I do love that about him. That's just really little quirkiness, cool. yeah. So the movie starts with some tornado stuff blowing around. Right, Crystal? Yeah, it is. Yeah, just blowing around. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not back. I'm not now, back. we hear some mysterious music. There's a metal bridge over a sleepy, quiet river area. It's also nice. Then it starts getting quite dark. And we see some storm clouds rolling in. Thunder and lightning commence, and there's a big scary storm over a very cute farmhouse with a wraparound porch. And a tall windmill. And it's all so cozy. I was like, how much did you want to live there? Oh, I wrote in here. I love a wraparound porch <laughs> yeah. so much. You wanted to live there? Yes. Yes. There's a tornado warning on the TV inside on a big old wooden TV with the rabbit ears. You know, the one that has like the dial to turn for the channels. They go <laughs> click, click, click. <laughs> Dude, I just remembered fucking with rabbit ears. Like yeah. old school with the aluminum foil all on it and your I'm parents fucking get people to count I, how many times you say old school in an episode <laughs> somebody will count it <laughs> sorry for all the throat clearing i have shit just stuck in my throat constantly. why are you eating shit it tastes good oh, so we never owned one of those tvs but i remember them like you were saying they have one of those old-timey stoves and we see dad sipping coffee and i'm like oh i wonder if it's morning time it's so dark outside because mm-hmm. he's drinking coffee yeah. I drink so it all with the time they we see on the TV there's a tornado warning and this is actual footage from 1969 of Gary England giving the televised tornado warning. Dad starts getting the whole family to go down to the storm cellar. Mom grabs the little girl Joe and Dad says the TV says it's a big one like an F five. Dun dun dun. Yeah. So actually he wouldn't have known that because the Fujita skill didn't come out till 1971. And this came out, this was in 69. Goof. Well, now I want fajitas. So it's impossible. <laughs> and that's also not how the Fujita scale works like. <laughs> <laughs> if we're going to get into that later. Yeah. 
Do you have that later, Crystal? The Fujita scale? How they measure them. Sure. With the Fs. Yeah, man. I Did you not? It. You do? Yeah, I, oh, totally, okay. I totally got I'm it. I'm surprised right your dad didn't make sure you just knew all that. Okay, so my dad was a hydrometeorological oh, meteor- technician. He uh, worked for NOAA, which is like National Oceanic blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love it. I'm learning so much. So there was always, they always had like really cool videotapes of tornadoes and all kinds of fun uh, weather anomalies or whatever. We'd And we'd always take them home and watch tornadoes. Oh, that's awesome. Yep. So you didn't have to wait around for them to come on the weather channel. No. Lucky you. That's cool. I, so I gave you the perfect job looking up tornadoes because you didn't even have to look them up. I didn't even like... <laughs> I didn't you didn't even call your Fajita dad. Scale. I, didn't. I didn't call my dad. He, he would have answered, but I, know. I don't like talking on the phone. I know. So. No, I just meant like, hey, dad, you want to be on a podcast? Oh, yeah. We so could have interviewed talk about him. Weather. Get that 60 and up crowd listening to us. That man wants nothing to do with, with podcast. Any, anything <laughs> that involves leaves him leaving the house. his house. <laughs> so the Fujita scale... Since he's saying they're saying it's an F5, they really can't measure that until after the fact. The tornado is measured by how much damage it does. Do you want to hear? Yes. Okay. Am I taking your job? No. It's It goes from F0 to F5. So F0 is a gale tornado. 40 to 72 mile per hour winds. Some damage to chimneys, breaks branches off trees, pushes over shallow rooted trees, damages signboards. So an F1 is a moderate tornado, and that's 30... Uh, 73 to 112 miles per hour the lower limit is the beginning of hurricane wind speed peels surface off roofs mobile homes pushed off foundations are overturned moving autos pushed off the roads attached garages may be destroyed f2 is a significant tornado 113 to 157 miles per hour considerable damage roofs torn off frame houses mobile homes demolished box cars pushed over large trees snapped or uprooted light object missiles generated <laughs> that sounds awful which one was that the three that was the two. Oh, wow <laughs> the f3 is a severe tornado 158 to 206 miles per hour roof and some walls torn off well-constructed houses trains overturned most trees and forests uprooted F4 is a devastating tornado, 207 to 260 miles per hour, well-constructed houses leveled, structures with weak foundations blown off some distance, cars thrown, and large missiles generated. Wow. What is with the large missiles? I don't... Because shit starts flying sideways. It's oh, a missile. Yeah. <laughs> so we must, we must have had about f3s because we had like some tornadoes and stuff when we had hurricanes i don't think it was the yeah i mean it was combination maybe yeah it was a combination because they really did say there was just a hundred tornadoes that night so the f5 is incredible tornado 261 to 318 miles per hour strong frame houses lifted off foundations and carried considerable distances to disintegrate Wow. Automobile-sized missiles fly through the air in excess of 100 meters. Trees debarked. Steel-reinforced concrete structures badly damaged. That sounds so scary. It really does. So what's an F6? No. Doesn't exist. (laughs) All right. With global warming, it may one day. It might. Global warming doesn't exist either. You shut up. Oh, goodness. (laughs) We getting into that? Um, No. No, but I'm going to tell you about the deadliest tornado. 
The deadliest tornado ever happened on March 18, 1925. It's called the Tri-State Tornado because it occurred in three different states, Missouri, Illinois, and Indiana. The F5 tornado, which is also the longest ever, stretched for 219 miles across three states. That's the one tornado. It lasted for three and a half hours and killed 695 people. Three hours. This tornado was also part of the tri-state tornado outbreak, the deadliest group of tornadoes. Overall, the outbreak killed 747 people. So, Dad starts getting the whole family to get down to the storm cellar. He says it might be an F5, which sounds really bad now that we know everything about tornadoes. No shit. Everything about <laughs> Everything. Not all you can do is get underground. Yeah. Like, if you're above ground, you're fucked. And if you could even get out from yeah. underground. Yeah. That's what's really mm-hmm. scary. I also noticed they left the dog under the bed. Well, I That mean... very much upset me when I was little. <laughs> <laughs> the little girl yells for Toby the dog, and they run outside to get to the storm cellar. This is a life we don't know here in Louisiana. We don't have a storm cellar. No. That cellar. We would drown. <laughs> that cellar was really far, too. Because here the storm surge is what we have to deal with. Yeah. And water comes up as yes, well. So, so you wouldn't want to be underground. No. And I, I thought it was crazy how far they had to go to get to it. It wasn't like right under the that house. That was where I was at. I was like, why is that not next to their house? But then you think about it. If the house falls on it. Oh. You have all that debris that you'd have to. So you wouldn't want to. bury yourself. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But here I am thinking I would have to have a cellar with tunnels. To like, have more than one option to like get the out. underground yeah. railroad. Like you just go <laughs> in your house run under the ground but you have an option other options to get out is where i'm at like, yeah to get you don't out. want just that one door no that's what i think too so toby is outside the door barking i'm real worried about him he's a cairn terrier the same dog as toto of course yeah i have toto notes as well sorry oh about the dog toto no oh. <laughs> about the machine Oh, well. We could talk about Toto when we talk well, about Dorothy. Yeah, no, whenever should yeah. we bring up Dorothy. How is she? Great. She's <laughs> fantastic. So, Dad finally gets Toby inside. The little girl, I'm pretty sure, is credited as the director's daughter. It just says farm girl whenever <laughs> you look her up, but I'm pretty sure that was his daughter. Farm girl. Mom lights a lantern and the door starts shaking. For some reason, Dad thinks he needs to get up and hold the door shut. Thank you. We're just sitting (laughs) there like, why do you have to hold this door? I I don't understand. I think that it's like men protect and you just get your balls together and go hold the door shut. No, but Go hold that short shut door, that door shut. Yeah. Jesus (laughs) Christ. I would have let the door get ripped off. Yeah, same. Just find somewhere to huddle. I mean, yes, it can, I guess, suck you out. You go to the very far end. But, yeah. you just, Away from like, the door. They oh. were fine. <laughs> go behind all your canned goods. Dad gets ripped away by the tornado, and it is so, so scary. I remember that part being in the preview. They it's would scary. show the door shaking. The opening scene featuring Joe as a child wasn't in the film's original cut. Instead, they showed a nightmare sequence with adult Joe flashing back several times to her traumatic childhood experiences, as well as multiple moments where Joe sees hallucinations of her dead father. Well, damn. 
One <laughs> scene would have shown her being visited by her dad, who gives her the strength and motivation to take on the final tornado. No, that's too much for me. You I agree. Stop it, Joe. <laughs> I like it as an action movie. Yeah. <laughs> Just leave it alone. So these scenes were cut because the director felt like they took away from the overall feel, feel of the movie. But he said he felt like the film was missing something when the scenes were removed. So he compensated by going back through reshoots and filming a new opening sequence that showed the entire event in full sequence. And that's how we got that scene at the beginning that's so great. I like that better. Yeah. It says um, they left in one of the hallucination scenes whenever she sees her family in the wreckage in Waukita. Is that how you say that part? Yeah, I didn't remember it. Well, they were driving really slow on the way to Aunt Meg's and she sees her family. But I actually just thought it was another family that looked just like hers. Yeah. Like, that's where I was like, she sees a family looks just like hers. Yeah. Like, that might be why I missed it. And it said that it was uh, Steven Spielberg's idea to kill off the father in the opening sequence. But he wanted to do that because he felt like it showed how dangerous tornadoes can be. Dude. And her obsession. terrifying. Real life. Scary. I was scared of them for years when I was little. All right. So mom and Joe are screaming. And then we see a sunrise over a destroyed town. Then it cuts to a weather satellite over Earth. And we see that we're at the National Severe Storm Lab. NSSL, right? I am so glad that you know what that is. Because I didn't. (laughs) I wrote it down because they showed it on the screen. So I thought it was important. I did not just know that. They did reference it um, a few times, and that is who they would um, go through to get a lot of their information. Mm -hmm. They are at that lab discussing how there's going to be a record outbreak of tornadoes, but I guess they don't communicate that to the teacher and her students. (laughs) Could have been some good info for them. Lucky for the Dorothy team, they're about to get a whole movie's worth of tornadoes in exactly 24 hours. <laughs> no shit. Did you it's know It's a good that? thing they made four of them. Yeah. <laughs> Lucky it's them. The storm of the century, guys. It is. That's what it's called. Did you realize the movie is 24 hours? Like it's nope. only one day? I did notice it was like dark. Like I noticed when the sun was setting, they were yeah. dealing with the one storm and then they were dealing with the other one at the drive through in the dark. And then yeah. the sun came up the next day and shit. Yeah. I never knew that. I read that, that it's 21 day is the whole movie. I thought that was crazy. The weather lady says it's going to be a long day. She's right. Now we hear some jaunty adventure music and we see a big field. Jaunty. Jaunty. What's like that? Jaunty. I do I like the word describe? Google it for us. We need a definition. Let's see if I used it right. Fun and fancy free. Jaunty music <laughs> with some pleasant clouds overhead. We see a crop duster go by, a big red truck. Um, oh, a yeah, man. it's definitely farm country. Oh, yes. <laughs> Dirt roads and corn. A man and woman are discussing if they can find Joe and if he's nervous about seeing her, right? They right. <laughs> They want to get Joe to sign some papers, and then these people kiss. So we see that it's like a little couple. This is Melissa with her nice little curly mullet. Did you figure out what jaunty means? Yeah. Tell us. <laughs> uh, jaunty. or expressing a lively, cheerful, and self-confident manner. Oh, mm. Like it. Love it. I'm going to start being it. We're all a bit jaunty. <laughs> jaunt. I'm going to jaunt all over the place. <laughs> now it sounds dirty. <laughs> I won't. 
<laughs> Keep your jaunting to yourself. So this lady in the truck is Jamie Gertz. We already talked about her the other day because she was on The Lost Boys. So instead, I'm going to tell you about whatever interesting stuff I found that has nothing to do with the movie. Perfect. She is <laughs> one of the wealthiest women in America. Wow. Her husband is a major partner in an investment firm and worth almost $1.5 billion. And I vomited. Yep. They're also co-owners of the Milwaukee Brewers. Damn. Apparently smart people. $1.5 billion. I watched this video where they try to put into perspective of just a million versus a billion. And it is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. We take it for granted. A billion is so wild to conceive to me. Like, I don't know. They just can't spend it all. No. Ever. She was also on um, a movie called Dreams. Oh, a show called Dreams. And then there was another one called Too Young to Die. That's the one with John Stamos. I think I remember that one. He is a gymnast. And his dad is a top secret agent. Nope. Not what I thought it was. (laughs) He gets killed by Velvet Von Ragnar. Played played by Gene Simmons. And he is a hermaphrodite gang leader who is very proud of being both a man and a woman. I'm sorry. This gymnast dad gets killed by Gene Simmons? Yes. Okay. Velvet Von Ragnar. (laughs) Okay. A hermaphrodite gang leader. Mm -hmm. Gene Simmons. I hate everything that's happening right now. (laughs) It's a... They are planning a terrorist attack. One of his partners is Robert England. What kind of terrorist oh, attack? Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Little Freddy. Real terror <laughs> <laughs> It's a Bond-style thriller. It's on Tubi. All right. And I highly recommend that we watch it. Oh, do you now? Too young to die. Okay. Too do young you seriously to die. I will, put it on the list? <laughs> if people listen... <laughs> The um, I, we're gonna at least link the opening scene because okay. it was amazing. All this gymnast action—he's like flipping over all the bars. Mm. It's magical. Okay, so that's what I got on Jamie Gertz. All right, <laughs> we've also got in the car Bill, played by Bill Paxton. His nicknames are Wild Bill and Knuckles. He is the only actor to have been killed by a Terminator, an alien, a predator, the Grim Reaper. And a serial killer. <laughs> Damn. He, yeah. He's got some cred. He was considered for the lead role of Alan Parrish in Jumanji. Cool. Instead of uh, Robin Williams. Uh, sadly, he's been good too, though. He is yeah, he's, really funny to yeah, watch. His faces really that he made mm-hmm. in Twister. He's like real life. Well, he passed away, sadly, in 2017. Mm-hmm. He had heart surgery and his condition deteriorated after that. He Never was also too young to die. You found it? There's one review <laughs> on the tomato meter. But it's on Tubi. However, it died, It got a 51% audience score. Wow. Which is better. Which is for, the same as Twister, right? <laughs> no, it's a little less than Twister, but it's more than the stupid uh, Lost Boys sequel. Oh, hey, that's... And you already watched that one, right? Yeah. So you got to watch Too Young to Die. Never, have zero never Too Young to Die. I'm not going to do that. It's got Freddy Krueger in it. No, thank you. Pre Krueger. Pre Krueger. He was also in Aliens and Frailty. I love Frailty. Me too. I just listened to a podcast on it the other day, and like 
there was so much that I did not catch in that movie. I won't say any of it because it's so good. <laughs> he was also in Apollo 13, Big Love. He's about, in a lot of shit. Yeah, about polygamy. And then he was in Br- Club Dread, the Broken Lizard movie, you know, like Super Troopers. Yeah. I remember Club Dread, yeah. That one was like a Pac-Man. They did like a Pac-Man thing in it. Uh, he was in the Limp Biscuit video, Eat You Alive. Titanic. I, I like no. that, that song. I do too. Tombstone. Yes. <laughs> How he would was, you know? He's one of the brothers. <laughs> I know from IMDb. I got you. Weird Science in the Terminator. He played uh-huh. a punk leader. He's such an asshole in Weird Science. That's a good one to put on the list. Put it on there. He was in a Pat Benatar video, Shadows of the Night, and then Stripes. And he also wrote and directed some horrifying, weird music videos. Did y'all watch the one I sent you? The Dead Fish? I never Look, watch what you send me. <laughs> that was so disturbing. And Scary. Then, like, I tried to just, like, fast forward through it. Like, maybe it no. won't be so... Di- it only got worse. It was... So that one was Barnes and Barnes Fish Heads. It's so... I will link it on the Man. Facebook. It's weird. And then he was in a band called Martini Ranch. And James wow. Cameron directed one of their videos i thought those were pretty interesting after bill paxton died in 2017 spotter network choreographed 200 storm chasers to spell out bp with their gps tracker blips on a radar display to honor him out of the five times this was the only time it had been done for someone who wasn't a storm chaser and I saw that um a lot of people became storm chasers because of this movie. <laughs> Jesus. I, I can see cool. that. I think maybe they should have had a like do not attempt this at home. Yeah, they didn't even have <laughs> it's nineteen ninety, you don't have to warn anything. Do it at your own. Everyone risk. was living extreme. Yeah. <laughs> we see a big old weather van with lots of weather equipment and we meet Joe. She's on top, messing with, I guess, a satellite. Yeah, she is. Yeah, she is. <laughs> Which one was she? Your boss? She's my boss. Or whatever you call it. We see a girl popping some bubble gum, and we see Eric Clapton on the TV. The song playing is Motherless Child. I like it. And we meet Dusty. That is Philip Seymour Hoffman. He is so good of an actor. He was so good of an actor. He could be serious or funny. He was in The Hunger Games. I can't remember the character's name. I did like him in Plutarch. The Hunger Games. Plutarch. Plutarch, Bluefinville. Heaven, Heavensby. Heavensby, yeah. That's good. Along Came Polly. I love him in Along Came funny. Polly. He sharted. Farted? <laughs> <laughs> that little shit came <laughs> And whenever he's like playing basketball uh-huh. and he just can't make it. Yeah. I love it. Could watch that on repeat. He was in Punch Drunk Love. Did y'all see that? Yes. Boogie Nights, Capote, and The Big Lebowski. So now we see a girl in a bucket hat. You know, those are coming back. Some weird shit's coming I know. <laughs> there is an old RV that's called Barn Burner, and they're discussing how you don't fold the maps. You're supposed to roll, roll them. Roll the map. Do you know uh, why? So it doesn't crease the cities and Look the roads. At you, because eventually it'll crack. Yeah. You must and have then been. you got a hole in your map, and you don't know what the fuck was once there. You can always tell when I actually like the movie that I'm watching. Because <laughs> you're really paying attention. Because I pay attention. 
<laughs> and I'm like, so not only do you have to run from the tornado, but you also have to hold a fucking map and figure yeah. out where you're going. Yeah, you had to have a navigator, like, for every trip. There yeah. is has- no Google Maps. Yeah, yeah, there's no, like, You get the real map, map out. or... You hope ways. there's no construction that you come up to because <laughs> right. I remember going bad. on road trips with wrong. my dad, and we'd have to go through the. Uh, the what do you make you hold the map? Yeah. Oh yeah, an athlete. When I first started delivering mail, I had to run with a map just for in town because I didn't know where all the streets were. Oh, that must have been. Did you ever have to put the map down and like stand on it to figure out where you were? <laughs> <laughs> no, get inside the map. I will say I do have a pretty good sense of direction though now. Oh, definitely from doing all of that. Yeah. So Melissa and Bill pull up and they know the storm chasers that we just met. The tornado chasers. Melissa is looking very glam in her all white cream lady suit. He leaves Melissa with Dusty. She's looking very out of her element. (laughs) He holds her hand and I just died every interaction that they had with each other. I I loved it. When Bill was like, just explain to her why you are the way you are. (laughs) And I was like, is that wise? (laughs) Oh, he was so funny. Yeah. It said that in an early scene, whenever Philip Seymour Hoffman is sitting in a lawn chair, it might have been right now. But I do remember him sitting in a lawn chair. He lifts his leg in the air while laughing, and his genitals were fully visible for a split second. (laughs) It was edited out of the DVD and VHS releases, but it was leaked from from VHS screeners sent to the industry professionals. (laughs) They were like, this has got to get out there. Somebody release it. (laughs) Somebody needs to see the junk. Oops, accident. And it also says at 55 minutes, 21 seconds into the movie, there is a car chase scene and there is a naked man in a cornfield in the background. Who's <laughs> real lights? I don't know what it was. This I, man probably knew they were rolling through town and was like, this is my 15 minutes of fame. It's before the Google car went yeah, by. You just had to get put yourself out there. It says he stands up to see what's going on out there. So find that scene. 55 minutes, 21 oh, seconds. Now I want to garden naked. <laughs> You, y'all have a big backyard. We live in a residential neighborhood with There's a, a lot restaurant of around. In my backyard. Well, if you don't want a crowd, just, well, that might draw a crowd. I don't know. Did my in my neighborhood? We see the people doing a bunch of weather stuff. Bill goes over to Joe, and we gather that he used to be a storm chaser with them. Some of the storm chasers. Um, one of them is Sean Whalen. I don't know how I would describe him to our viewers, but he was Roach in The People Under the Stairs. He was. How would you describe him, Joel? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not responsible. It's a lot of gum and teeth. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. He was on um, the Amazing Live Sea Monkeys show. I would have to show you a picture because you might remember it if you saw the picture. It was really weird. Waterworld. He was Lion McPaul. Coyle on an episode of It's Always Sunny, and he was in a couple of Slayer music videos. Cool. Um, trivia said on IMDb that his best known for his most famous and often played Got Milk commercial. I don't remember it. It involved a history museum employee who can win a radio contest by guessing correctly who shot Alexander Hamilton. And he is unable. I remember it. You do? Yep. I don't remember it. He's unable to he say had a it. Mouthful of fucking peanut butter. Oh my and god! He couldn't say it. <laughs> Look at you. That's it. <laughs> I can't believe you remembered that. 
Yep. He is also the screenwriter writer, and director for the movie Crust. Don't worry. I will fill you in more on that movie <laughs> later. <laughs> Vital info. I'm excited. The girl with the bucket hat is Wendell Josepher. She's familiar. She's been in a lot of single episodes of things. She was on an episode of Mad About You and Seinfeld. She was also on Ed TV and she was in the movie Crust that I'm going to tell you about. We also have Alan Ruck. He plays Rabbit. He was um, Cam in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah. Cameron, the sick one. Yeah, yep. I like him. He was 29 in that movie. Wow. He's so young looking. He yeah. always kind of looks the same <laughs> he age, does. though. Like, he's forever 29. Yeah. <laughs> and he was on Speed. Oh, okay. And he was also on Spin City. That's what I remember him from besides Ferris Bueller. Yeah. It was Michael J. Fox. He was on a show called Succession that's really popular that has 8.9 stars. Never heard of it. No. Most importantly, though, he has a movie coming out in 2024 called Crust. What? What? <laughs> Does this involve PB&J? It is. Okay, so it has three people from the movie Twister in it. Really? It has um, the Ferris friend Cam, the girl in the bucket hat, and the guy from the people under the stairs is the writer. What? This movie is about. Do you this, imagine they're all just the best of friends? I, I don't from, know. I was like, that's from so when weird. they were chilling at on Twister. Maybe, maybe they are because it's the movie he's writing and directing. Yeah. So he picked his friends, I guess. Cool. It's about a guy named Vegas Winters. He's a laundromat owner who uses socks from customers to clean himself. Mm. And a pile of socks turns into a creature seeking revenge after Vegas gets abused. It's comedy horror. <sighs> aren't you glad you stuck around for that there's not always a twist that's <laughs> <laughs> how we get an hour and a half worth of material <laughs> vital information crystal yeah, i was really fucking getting excited junk. for a oh, minute are you really she, yes i don't need to see it okay find us find us the naked guy in the field too she really does have i really want to see with him. looking up celebrity penises i don't know oh, why i but don't know why i need to the I less she needs to see them all if I so look there's a gotta see shot. them all i got it i got it so <laughs> if you're gonna google someone you gotta google willem dafoe did i tell you about that I one don't want to. there was this thing on reddit and they talked about how in that there's like a scary movie I can't remember what it's called. He cuts off his, his dick. Yes. <clears throat> yes. I it's, watched it. <gasps> I do not want to see it. <laughs> the woman do cuts you remember off her the name clit of it? with scissors. I don't want to <laughs> No. But he could not do his own nude scene because they said it would be too distracting. <laughs> and then after that, they had people putting up videos of him naked from like the 70s on Reddit. And it is really something. Well, now I need to know. It was distractingly big that he could not be his own nude scene. That's crazy. They're just like, no, get it out of here. Are you looking it up, Crystal? <laughs> <laughs> the lesbian at the table has to look it up. I have to. <laughs> Back to the movie. Joe is very into the weather and excited about the storms. This is the biggest storm in 12 years. Joe doesn't really pay attention, a lot of attention to Bill. She keeps doing storm stuff. Everyone keeps saying, welcome back, Bill. <laughs> I know. I'm not back. <laughs> and he says, I'm not back. <laughs> he wants his papers. Yes. She's like, what's the urgency? It's like you're getting married. 
uh-oh, he is. Right? That silence was, yeah. there's your answer. I was like, I wonder how long they had been apart. They never really tell you. She gets him the papers, <clears throat> and Miss, did you Same find the butt. video? Did you find the video? No. Did you just fart? <laughs> I did. <laughs> Oh, you're laughing <laughs> at how you farted. Yes. It, it oh. picked it up a bit. I heard it. Do <laughs> <laughs> you hear right. any sounds? They're all attributed to Crystal's <laughs> mouth but. or butt. Well, and there's, there was also a storm rolling in. So, I mean, it could be that. Here? Yeah. It was like thunder was rumbling before we started recording. <laughs> I thought that was a metaphor for Crystal's ass. No, no, no. That too. There is a storm a rumbling. We see she must care about him a little bit, because when she talks about Melissa, she accidentally calls her (laughs) Melinda. So it turns out she missed a page, and he's telling her to sign that page, and she says, I want to read it. He's annoyed, and he says, sign it so we can get out of here. Yeah, I don't know what month it is now, but he's like, you've had it since December. She's had it a little while. Mm -hmm. And she's like, oh, uh uh-oh, we? And now she's got to go hunt down this Melinda lady because she figured out that she's here. Get it? She yeah. got to hunt her down. Yeah. Helen mm-hmm. Hunt. Yeah. thought that was a good one. I got it. Did you get it, Crystal? Yeah, I got it. <laughs> she's still on the hunt. You, you let us know when you see it. You got to show Andrea. She says, oh, geez, you left her with Dusty. What's the matter with you? <laughs> All right. So Helen Hunt. Did you, so you know, mad about you? Jesus Christ. That's not what I saw. That's what, <laughs> that's the other actor. That's the <laughs> other actor? I get, I don't know. But they didn't really put him in that movie. That Antichrist was Antichrist, yeah. I think that that's a scene the from the Antichrist. movie. Aggressively large. <laughs> when someone else takes over, I'll find the video that I saw. Okay. <laughs> So Helen Hunt, she was on Mad About You. Did you know that there was a season eight in 2019? No. I think I knew that. They came back and made like a later season of it. I saw the other day there's like a season eight of Frasier. And I was like, really? Did that come back? I They had a lot of seasons of that, though. Yeah. But there's a few shows that no, like, they brought like back. New. Like it, it was a new commercial. Mm. They've done that with some yeah. shows. So maybe I so. Know. I wasn't really a Frasier watcher. Were Me you? either. Mm-mm. I was a Cheers watcher, though. So I used to watch it with my dad. Was he on Frasier? My dad? Cheers. <laughs> Frasier? Ted Danson. Frasier was on Cheers. Oh, okay. And then okay. he did a spinoff. Of, he knew, was the spinoff of Cheers. I knew Ted Danson was on it. Yeah. Because of Seinfeld. Yeah, no. He was like his therapist or some shit. Oh, I kind of remember that. It was kind of yeah, like Frasier was like a spinoff. Yeah, was, yeah, and that's what I said. Frasier was oh. the spinoff from that. So some oh. of them would How still kind of show up and stuff. You missed. You said it, and I still missed it. Yeah, if you were somewhere else. I was reading something. You were in Penis Town? Yeah, I was trying to <laughs> That's still it. in my brain. So she was in Castaway, As Good As It Gets. She did a lot that's of a movies. A lot of movies. That which one? As good as it gets. You really yes. liked it. It's okay. very popular. I liked it. Speaking of Castaway, I saw Tom Hanks was considered for this movie. Did you read about that? I did. There was a lot of people. He like cons- went through pre-production and everything, and still was like, "This isn't where I'm wanting to go in my life." So I love Bill Paxton in it, mm-hmm. but I love Tom Hanks. Yeah, no, and, like, Tom Hanks comedy been good in it too, though. And like Bill Paxton kind of does some funny yeah. stuff. We're going in. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> so she did some voices on Captain Planet. I'm just going to list her surprising things because she had so many movies that we've all heard of. So I saw that she was in a movie called Trancers 3. Hmm? Y'all heard of that? No. I didn't even know there was a one. Not heard of it. So Trancers, there's a bunch of them. There was like six or was seven. Like sci-fi? Yeah. Okay. Trancers 6, City of Lost Angels. It's about a time cop and alien zombies. They all star Tim Thomerson. I can get down with that. She I was, like a good zombie movie. She was in four of them. Wow. So look, she they're all on TV. Badass if you're getting to, taken down alien zombies. Trancers. Is that yeah. what a trancer is? I don't know. I guess. You can find out on Tubi. God, could you freaking out? Like zombies alone are terrifying, but alien zombies? Alien zombies. So Damn. you could break all the rules about zombies. I got to check it out now. <laughs> I have read like so seven many movies of it. Zombies are <laughs> zombies are my secret crush. And oh it's one of my faves to read about, like just um, books like, you know, uh-huh. I love a good zombie book. But if you can turn it into something else that's not just zombies like those are the ones i really get so into you're really excited about really transfers getting excited about <laughs> zombies so you watch transfers okay i'm gonna let you know and we're gonna check back i'm going on this trip to tell us all and i want to know if it's good okay it's got to be there's like seven of them yeah i'll make it like my um laundry show or something mm, yeah i can't wait so she and Paul Rudd were given $1 million per episode in the 1999 season of Mad About You. I, my mom used to love that show. Like, I, I just remember watching a lot of it because my mom really. They're and like, I like the dogs. Yeah, I was there. about to say they had the dog. <laughs> she was married to Hank Azaria for a little while. Oh, The cool. birdcage butler. Yeah. Mo from um, The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. So we're back to Melissa and Dusty is saying the suck zone. <laughs> He's got on these giant goggles. This is where he's sitting. And she looks like, help me. (laughs) This is where he's sitting in the lawn chair, Crystal. Oh, with his balls. Yeah, if you want to see the balls. They're both drinking out of crazy straws and Mardi Gras cups. And I love it so much. (laughs) It is really funny. Joe meets Melinda, Melissa, whoever she is. Her name's Melissa. I know. I just like calling her Melinda. Joe was being snarky. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Melinda. Uh-huh. <laughs> She's really nice to Joe and she says, I guess I guess it's kinda sudden. I told Crystal I was gonna have so much fun with her southern accent. <laughs> I probably don't do it right. He wanted to do it before he started his new job as a weatherman. And this is we find out Dr. Melissa Reeves. She answers her cell phone. This is back whenever people didn't have cell phones. You know, they had to track Joe down. They couldn't just call her up. Now they discuss Dorothy and how she's actually here. Dorothy is, I'll get technical, a big metal bucket thing. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I'm glad she did it. <laughs> he's so pumped. And he's. I thought it was like a water heater at first. And then I was like, well, it kind of looks like a transformer. Like yeah. the ones up on the post. Like a really big transformer. Yeah. Do you want to know about Toto yet? Sure. This is the real Dorothy. Yeah, this is the real Dorothy. Yes. <laughs> it was a. It stands for Totable Tornado Observatory. Was a white metal barrel painted orange in its last few years of service, weighing from 250 to 350 pounds. Uh, Toto was, of course, adapted from the name of Dorothy's dog from The Wizard of Oz, outfitted with a variety of weather instruments and nemometers 
pressure sensors and humidity sensors. To deploy, <clears throat> two men could unstrap its mooring cables and roll it out of the back of a customized pickup truck in about 30 seconds using me- metal wheel ramps. Well, they definitely didn't have that ramp set up in the back of their pickup truck. No, and <laughs> I was like, are they just going to jerk <laughs> they it were out like of there? lugging that bitch out. I was like, there's no way that's going to stand up if yeah. Joe and Bill are just pulling yeah. it yeah. out of the back of the pickup. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's what that was, that is. So that's the real Toto that Dorothy was modeled after. Did that mm-hmm. one also have like, was it full of those little balls? What? I, I just sensors. told you it had the sensors in it. Yeah. I missed it too because I was waiting for the it answer. It has <laughs> pressure sensors, and humidity sensors. Okay. Oh, that's the I little didn't balls. Know, I didn't know that was the actual balls. Keep saying little balls. I'm enjoying <laughs> yeah. it. I'm okay. having a great time. Well, we, we kind of figure out that Bill's still got the chasing bug, but he's not back. <laughs> that's why she made him follow back. her out there she didn't think it was right to use it for the first time without him being there love is in the air isn't it not yet not with them two <laughs> they're this, still bitter <laughs> they're bitter this was his concept dorothy is going to take the scientific info from inside the tunnel with sensors to measure everything inside because if they knew how a tornado worked, they could give an advanced warning. Instead of three minutes, they could get to, to 15 minutes. In real life, now you get about 10 or 15 minutes warning. Dude, that's a lot of time. Though. Yeah, like, when I Googled a it. A lot of time. As opposed to the sirens are going off and you die. Yeah. I'm sure that saved for your house so many you. lives for real. Yeah. yeah. But you really need all that time so you can get all your necessities. Like you really should have gotten a celebrity yeah. guest to for talk this? about the weather and stuff. A celebrity yeah. or your dad? My father. Yeah. We should have. He's a celebrity. I can always stop it and we can call no. him. No, that's okay. <laughs> He's going to be, be like, so what? What did you? What? <laughs> You're doing a podcast. <laughs> What's that? He knows but, what podcasts know. are. <laughs> he better be listening to us. He doesn't. Well, <laughs> it's because you didn't interview him for the weather episode. However, whenever I was young and we started talking about weather in any of the science classes, he always came and talked to my class. Aw, that's so great. Yep, he is cool, dude. I remember he was on the AM station. You hear I said was because he's not cool anymore. Nah, I call him Papa Bear. No, I mean he was. Oh, you no, said. I said was. <laughs> he's still cool. The he man is. wears his socks really high. Hey, you leave my dad and his crew socks alone, okay? He loves them. And his jean shorts. His jean shorts. <laughs> What's he wearing with those crew socks? Some Crocs? Some Adidas sandals? He wears sandals. Yeah. Some Birkin socks, socks. And sandals. No. Socks like slides. Sandal. Okay. So have you worn socks and Not flip-flops with the toe thing, but just like slides. some slides. No, and that sounds dangerous. It's pretty nice with with some socks. You're, okay. They don't slide. Okay. It's, it's nice. Do you wear them with socks? I have the other day. I really don't like socks. But I said you really need 15 minutes to get all your necessities, like a helmet, some boots. Fucking helmet. (laughs) Some boots, your socks, your cell phone, dogs, cats, the right blanket, phone charger. Some some books. snacks. Some juice. Some favorite books. I'm fucking spoiled. I need a lot of stuff. I need my purse. I'm going to hunker down. Man, especially if you got to ride out a three-hour storm. Yeah, you might get rescued. You need some gum. Did you find that winter video yet, or did you forget about it? What? Uh, no, I didn't look for the. I can't. I can't find a clear shot of his penis, so I gave up. Mm. <laughs> so Melissa asks the obvious: How do you get in the tornado? 
He says, you got to drop it right in front of the tornado and then get out of there. We see Dusty leans into Melissa's ear and says, it's the suck song. <laughs> and I'm dying. <laughs> they got major action. Helen's hair starts blowing. Bill's thinking of going with them. And we hear the jaunty adventure music again. Jaunty. <laughs> Good word. Dusty is loading up. Instead of wearing his hoodie the normal way, he just wears the hood over his head and lets the rest of it flap in the breeze. <laughs> we hear about how there's four different Dorothys, and luckily they have all four with them. They're all running off, and it turns out she didn't sign the papers. How different the movie could have gone. Right. <laughs> she knew what she was doing. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Bill says they'll catch up to her, and then they can go home. Or they'll catch up, and then Melissa can go home. So I hated Melissa as a kid, but now I think, like, she's kind of cute and funny at the beginning. Nope. And she's like, I find this kind of interesting. Right. So, she still don't like her. She thinks it's going to be a hoot she's going like, to find. Yeah, let's go. Let's go find the suck zone I keep hearing about. <laughs> it makes so much fun. <laughs> she's going to tag along. I think I'll tag along. And here comes the fancy weather van crew. Bill says, Jonas, you son of a bitch. <laughs> The Nightcrawler, they all started out together, but he got corporate sponsors. What an asshole for wanting fancy storm equipment. Right. <laughs> He's in it for the money, not the science. He's got all the gadget, but no instinct and no Dorothy. So Bill lets one of Jonas's trucks go by, and turns out Bill's not the best driver in this movie. At all. He goes off the road and gets a flat running over a bunch of road debris. They shove him off the road. Oh, they did? Yes. What a dick. What did you call him earlier? A douche canoe? A douche canoe. So Jonas, they go to get a, their flat tire fix. He just happens to be across the street from where they're getting a new tire at. And he turns out to have D-O-T, two and three. It's kind of like Dorothy, like he stole the idea, right? Yeah. And you were eyeballing me about something. He just has his whole looking, camera listening. crew and everything. Is that a news crew or is that his crew I think that was, was recording him? They just happened to be at the gas station? I mean, it's the storm of the century. I got you. His corporate sponsors probably And they knew in. he'd be out there oh, in, yeah. in the middle of he the cornfield? He has corporate sponsors. Oh, um, got you, yeah. They probably made them go there. They have a news crew. Yeah. <laughs> Their own crew. <laughs> Jonas Miller is introduces the counterpart to Dorothy, the Digital Orthographic Telemeter, or D-O-T for short, dot. That's Jonas's. Department of Transportation. That's it. <laughs> Easily confused. That was a bad name, Jonas. <laughs> well, Jonas doesn't have any instincts, so he just stole someone else's name. Yeah, because he's a dum-dum. It shares all the same counterparts as Dorothy, atmospheric pressure, dew point temperatures, satellite comm link, on pulse doppler radar bill is enraged he goes over on camera and knocks his hat off like you of all the things to do you just knock the guy's hat That's off right. he's so mad i'm so pissed i'm gonna knock that hat right <laughs> off so i noticed one of jonas's team is jake Busey, but they yes. only yeah they only show him like two times um he's on like, his credits he's just known as the mobile lab technician uh, and so you saw him on the yeah. credits it was him for sure yeah Bill says, you took her, you damn thief. Joe says, it doesn't matter because his will never get up in the air. And Jonas lists a bunch of fancy stuff that his has that theirs doesn't. You know, 
corporate sponsors. They should have made his Dorothy with like NASCAR stuff all over it, you know. <laughs> Still so cooler. Yeah. Pepsi. This is <laughs> Carrie Elwes. He's doing a lot lately. Like when I looked on IMDb. Yeah, like way more I feel like than he used to do. He was the on original. Mm-hmm. The original. I'm not going to list everything he did, but he was on Stranger Things. He was the mayor. And he frequently plays Americans despite being British. British. He's also He was also in that movie Crush with Alicia Silverstone. Which one was that? That's the one where she oh, he was like, a creep, though. Huh? No, 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 oh. no. He wasn't a creep. She was like stalking him. Yeah. And trying to pressure him into sleeping with a fucking 16 yeah. year old girl. Yeah. Mm. He was on the Anna Nicole TV movie. <clears throat> okay. So his big movie that I read about, he was the meter man in Hansel and Gretel Get Baked. Hmm, didn't see that one. No. It's everywhere. It's on Tubi, Freebie, and more. It's an intense, it's about an intense new marijuana strain named Black Forest, (laughs) and it's taking Los Angeles by storm. Oh, no. Gretel's stoner boyfriend can't get enough. But when the old woman growing the popular drug turns out to be an evil witch, cooking and eating her wasted patrons for their youth, Gretel and her brother Hansel must save them from a gruesome death or face the last high of their lives. <laughs> you going to watch it? No. No. <laughs> Hansel and Gretel get baked. All Nobody? right. Mm-mm. I thought that was, he was a meter man. Okay. Hansel and Gretel can get bent. <laughs> I thought people might want to know about it. He was in Robin Hood Men in Tights. I do remember yeah. him in that. That was a good movie. Really funny. funny. Threw it on the list. No. Yeah. Why are your eyes big? Are you happy? That right one's got now. so many um, like good actors in it. Yeah. Bram Stoker's Dracula. And of course, what movie, Andrea? The Princess Bride. That's right. <laughs> he I love, says, love, love him in that movie. He is great in that movie. He says, by the way, I really enjoy your weather reports. And <laughs> Jonas's corporate team laughs at his really clever joke. Bill is ready to go knock his hat off again, and he calls him, (laughs) you slime. Bill's whole team holds him back, and Melissa missed it all. Now Bill says, I'll give you one more day. One day only. And whether Dorothy flies or not, he's gone. He's in it now because he picked the perfect day. Yeah. Jonas talks to Joe inside the diner and warns her about the storm. But really, he's just getting info about where she's headed, she says she's headed southeast to the counter. To the counter, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and she tells Melissa that Jonas is actually just waiting to see what Bill does. They should have just combined him. She says, that man's waiting for Billy? Why? <laughs> her, her job in the movie is to be like the audience member to ask things so yeah, they can the explain. Yeah. Shit ever. <laughs> How you get that in the tornado? <laughs> Gotta drop it right there. All the while, her phone's fucking ringing in the back. Julia. <laughs> I gotta go, Julia. Julia, we I got need you cows. to breathe for the both of us. <laughs> Bill is outside watching the sky and playing in the dirt. I think the dirt tells him the weather. Joe tells... Seeing the wind direction, dum-dum. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad he didn't start eating it. <laughs> oh, God. So, I saw that really they would know that a big storm was coming because the wind stops. But that's oh, not like dramatic. the calm before the storm. Yeah. Yeah. But that's not dramatic enough for the movie. 
man, that is kind of here how it is here before the hurricanes hit. If you think about it, it's always like so still and sticky and humid and gross. I always hightail it out of here. Yeah, you do. I'm not here for it. <laughs> Maybe someday. Oh, man, not anymore. <laughs> going to get out of here. Do you want to know some quick tornado facts? Yes. How quick is it? Are you done yet? It. Would you like me to go? Dark, Continue. Dark, often greenish sky, large hail, a large, dark, low-lying cloud, particularly if rotating, and a loud roar, similar to a freight train. So, to make some of the sounds, they used a, cam- a camel. Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't they use a freight train? I don't know. They're like, get a camel. Get that, that camel <clears throat> right there. We're going to use that camel noise. And it was it was a camel's moan, and they just slowed it down. Like, so that's... Bef- before a tornado hits, the wind may die down and the air may become very still. What makes it green? I, d- I read that that has something to do with the whole like oxidation in the air and like mm. um, the way it changes. It sounds so scary and so cool to see. I have a lot yeah. of other facts too. Tell us. Oh, you want to know them now? Oh, okay. we can wait. It doesn't matter. I'll just I'll sprinkle. sprinkle them in. I like gotcha. a sprinkle. I like I a good like sprinkle. Me too. I want ice cream. Jope tells Melissa that Bill knows. Just say Jope. Probably. (laughs) Trying to not stutter. Piss off, Lou. (laughs) Joe Joe tells Melissa that Bill knows what the storm is thinking. Melissa is not into this jaunty field trip anymore. No. (laughs) How many fucking times are we going to say jaunty? It's my word of the day. Joe says, pee now, because there's nowhere to go on the road. So Melissa proceeds to say, you're still in love with him, aren't you? The pee comment told her everything she needs to know. Joe says, check, please. Melissa says she'd understand, but this isn't some desperate attempt to keep him in your life, is it? It's all pretty funny to me. She pays Uh for a ticket, too. Joe gets both of them right. Yeah, she says, we're together. I'm sorry, the rattle of that is fish gummies. All the noises contributed to Crystal. <laughs> Who needs background music? I don't sit still <laughs> very well. And crinkle, crinkle, <laughs> crunch, Sorry. crunch. Sorry. I'll pour some out. <laughs> no, we need the crinkle to go with here and you chewing them up. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't mute the mic. Done. Dusty is wearing his hoodie the right way now, and they're all very excited about the shitty weather coming. Melissa comes out with the lemonade and... Bill's like, follow us in the truck. My dear fiance, who's never been in tornado weather ever with <laughs> no map or anything. I bet they'd leave her ass at a red light trying to hurry. Right. You ever had to follow somebody like that? Did they just leave you? <laughs> like you done forgot. You don't have to worry about traffic, though, because everybody's going away from the tornado, not towards it. Mm, that is very smart to think of. I'm not back. They play a VHS video in the car for Dusty. It is Deep Purple, Child of Mine. And we see now he's got this great straw thing hanging from the ceiling rigged up to his cup because, you know, you need both hands to drive. Everybody is really happy about the weather. weather. Even yeah, man, Bill. They're all like hooting and hollering. Oh, yeah. They've got their favorite bad weather song playing in each car. <laughs> Everybody's rocking out. Yeah. He's not back. The no. William Tell Overture plays. Um, I have a link I can put on our Facebook. They have a lot of music in this movie. Like they had a Tori Amos, the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Lisa Loeb. Oh, yeah. The Goo Goo Dolls. 
Yeah, the Goo Goo Dolls. That was another one. Long way down. I like that song. I do like the Goo Goo Dolls. It's good to run to. Oh, interesting. Everybody did jump on that DVD bandwagon as well. Like when they first came out, that was a way to get your music out. The DVD? No, on the on the oh on movies. the movie. Oh, yeah, I'm slow. That's kind of like when uh, Disney music stopped and bands started playing for movies, like soundtracks. You wanted yeah. to get those good soundtracks. Oh yeah. Melissa is getting a cell phone call again. These scenes are all really good. Everyone is driving, and Melissa is counseling a patient. She says she didn't marry your penis. Well, she didn't marry only your penis. And the Oklahoma song plays. <laughs> Um, Joe and Bill try to talk and he keeps saying he doesn't want to fight. And she says, Melissa is nice. They proceed to argue. And he tells her that Melissa is a therapist. And she says, yours, you know, like <laughs> your therapist. Yeah. They argue some more and he almost hits some farm equipment. Again, he should not be driving. <clears throat> they must have left the radio on because the other people can hear them arguing. He's barely watching the road and he keeps telling her how happy he is. Yeah, I don't remember who it is. They're actually eating popcorn to this hot Yeah, mess. the girl. I was yeah. like, is she eating popcorn? <laughs> yeah. He does a major U-turn because they're trying to chase the tornado and they're missing it. They go down another dirt road and they see the Jonas team. They're trying to go follow the storm also. And they see the tire tracks because they don't know what to do. So they follow the tire tracks of the other group. And we hear some ooh-ah music, and we see the tornado. They argue about where they need to go, and Joe says that he's lost his nerve because he won't go in the field. And he says, tighten your seatbelt, and flies through, I guess, some dried-up ditches they're driving So stupid. (laughs) Why did you do that? That's dumb. He's, yeah, he's I thought not it was a good like driver. Four wheeler trail. That's what I thought it was. Oh, maybe so. Mm, but like it, it probably no, is a ditch. They're going like in, yeah. and, in and out, and it looks like a dried up ditch. Man, that'd be fun on a four wheeler. That would be fun. You know, that's really <laughs> where you're supposed to hide from the tornado yeah. is a ditch because mm-hmm. they jump over it. They don't like getting their feet wet. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. There is a bridge over it, so I guess it would be what a creek, a creek, a creek. Well, it's <laughs> Oklahoma, so it'd be a creek. Yeah. So who says creek? I think up north. Up north. They argue about where to go, and Joe's... We hear the tornado now. He can't get out of the ditch, and he's, again, should not be driving, and he plows right into a little bridge. The tornado is right on top of them, and they can't drop Dorothy, even though Joe is desperately, obsessively trying to drop it. And she is to the point of being crazy because she wants to see the tornado. Dude, yeah, like, at one point it blows dangerous. the truck at them. Yeah. And she's still trying to crawl out and just be she's like, got to see it. Let me go see. I got to see it. <laughs> so most of the winds created in the movie were created with a 707 Boeing airplane. Damn. The tornado takes the truck and the tractor, but the bridge holds. I think Melissa watches this happen and here's the line where joe says where's my truck (laughs) it drops right in front of melissa and she screams a lot and bill is laughing like it's really cool and she's freaking out because she was driving the truck and barely missed joe's truck joe's like it's fine the truck is trashed along with dorothy one and dusty shows up and laughs about the truck also that would have been the best time (laughs) to 
to put Dorothy out, though. He like, said it, taken it, it right did then. fly. Yeah, if they could have gotten it out <laughs> of the truck. If they could have gotten it. Well, they didn't even have to get it out of the truck. You it just was have to get it, open it up. set up and start it. Yeah. That's why I was like, couldn't they have just thrown those sensors on the ground and let mm. it pick them up? Oh, they don't. Uh, the sensors don't fly. don't fly. That's right. Good answer. So Joe's badass yellow truck is a Jeep J10. The vehicle used was the honcho version of the 1982 Jeep J10, a vehicle that had recently received several upgrades, like a light bar, lift, new wheels and tires, and a front brush guard. It's fancy. Mm -hmm. Looked like a super cool truck. Now, the rich Jonas crew shows up. You know, they're corporate. Other guy says, the driver says, do you want to see if they need help? And Jonas is like, nah. They got to make you hate them, you know? I'm not back. Yeah, I'm not back. Dusty jumps on the side of the truck and holds on and tries to kiss the guy (laughs) driving. He's so funny. He calls them all losers, losers, losers. Joe looks up and says, you got full coverage on that truck? He smiles really big and says, liability only. (laughs) I'm not back. He keeps saying, no way, and then we pop over to Dorothy, too, in the back of his brand new truck. Because Joe gets what she wants. That's right. (laughs) With liability. That's why you gotta, that's why I picked her for kill. It was a very pretty truck. It was. Um, You would start with, um, I don't even know Tornadoes cause an average of 70 fatalities (laughs) and 1,500 injuries in the U.S. each year. No one cares. Thanks, guys. I love. I Great. love that you guys love. How many fatalities? I thought you were just jumping in so I could find t- my. I did jump spot. in so so you could find your spot. Okay, I can't listen and do that. Well, we have another podcaster. I got you. <laughs> Who told me to get the tornado facts and doesn't listen to them? <laughs> I said to sprinkle him. I didn't even get a warning of a sprinkle. <laughs> Next, say it again. Sprinkle. The How strongest many- tornadoes have rotating winds of more than two hundred fifty miles per hour. Now we need sprinkled noise. I forgot to listen again. <laughs> Are you kidding me? We're done. Please go. Your part. It's your turn. I have no Hi. idea what you said. So Joe is riding shotgun in Bill's truck and Melissa is discussing how he almost got himself killed. And Bill chuckles and says it was just a close call. He tells Melissa they are going again. And she does not look very happy about this. You got to think about it. Though. Like we, me and Andre were talking about it earlier and she was like, oh, well, she was kind of, you know, bad mouthing Melissa. And then you're like, she's literally thrown into the middle of all of this bullshit. Oh, yeah, no, she was a Has hot mess. no idea about storms or anything like that. She thought it was a metaphor. And now <laughs> she's like chasing tornadoes, following these people around in trucks and shit. And you're stuck and in the trying middle. to work. You, I feel kind of bad for her. She, that's why I said I kind of like her more watching it. Because As an she's, adult. <laughs> she's a good sport about it, you know. And she kind of adds a little humor in those serious moments. Yeah. Yeah. She does. All right. Everyone is reporting in their calculations. Joe makes a dramatic heavy sigh when she looks at Bill's speedometer. And he notices. Dude, she fucking like <laughs> goes all the way over, looks at the speedometer, yes. fucking shakes her head and just looks out the window. I'm like, will you fucking relax? <laughs> Bill notices, rolls his eyes and starts speeding. Joe's convoy and, well, Jonah's. I don't know what I wrote here. Well, I saw that they went, (laughs) 
they went all the way up to 80 miles an hour on those dirt roads. Yeah. That's that's I don't even like going to over 25 on oh, dirt roads. No. No. And They're all drive. barreling towards the next tornado, and the weather station is abuzz about all of the tornado conditions that are popping up. Jonas checks in with them and decides to proceed. Bill pulls over. He notices the angle of the hook, which I looked that up for tornado glossary. So it's not just like a fish hook. No. Okay. <laughs> From NSSL.NOAA.gov. You can just call it Noah. That's what I call it. Noah. I wonder a what hook Noah was. Is often associated with a mesocyclone <laughs> and indicated favorable conditions for tornado formation. It looks like a hook extending from the radar echo, usually in the right rear part of the storm. National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. Yeah, that's what she said her dad worked. Noah. My yeah. dad worked for Noah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know of that. <laughs> you know, I got good jokes. Okay. He says it's going to shift its track, and Jonas's convoy speeds past. Joe asks if he's sure. He says, yeah, it's going to turn left. Melissa asks, is that bad? And they now have to find a road that leads in that direction. Bill turns around, taking a super wet mud ride. <laughs> All the while, Melissa is still taking calls, and Jonas is just now realizing the tornado is pulling away. I didn't realize how on-demand you had to be to be a reproductive therapist. Right? That's what she was. Like, on-call. Like, I'd how be like, much... it's not a good time, Elva. <laughs> how much were they paying her? All right, this storm's moving in a different direction, and his driver informs him that Bill's convoy is going to actually intercept this wild-ass tornado um it's starting to rain bill says they're getting close joe's on her phone gathering info from her team and melissa is now counseling someone on childbirth from the back seat bill tells joe melissa is a reproductive therapist when we hear alarms going off on the screen that shows the storm cell in action rabbit starts reporting that the tornado is shifting again and that it's very unstable. It's at 2 o'clock and headed straight for them. I want to give directions like that, giving people <laughs> times. Check out 12 o'clock. Right. Just picking her fingernails. Sanders reports they have an F-3-2 sitting on the ground. That means there's two now. Dusty says it's a barn burner and that it's not hanging out long. I also looked that one up. So if you want to give a tornado fact and give me a sec. No, you don't yeah. have them on. Tornadoes may appear nearly transparent until dust and debris are picked up or a cloud forms within the funnel. Oh, cool. that's neat to know. I never thought about that. Yep. All right. Because they're made out of wind. The original term. <laughs> <laughs> the original term barn burner was a name given to a Dutch farmer in a folktale. <laughs> Who was willing to burn his barn down to get rid of a rat infestation? His actions were considered radical and over the top, leading to the term to figuratively mean an intense situation. 
It's pretty hard to get rid of rats. I guess. Because you didn't have any rat poison. Thing down. You could just let them take it over. Start yeah. eating rats. Never go hungry. Bill tells the crew to hang back because they are getting slammed. And we can see the rain is coming down hard. And the lightning is wilding all over the place. Melissa is now panicking. Joe notices the rain bands. And Bill says it's horizontal rain. And I'm like, that's terrifying. <laughs> yeah, I had to Google what that meant. Yeah. I don't know. It's pretty <laughs> self-explanatory. Hmm. Oh, she's being funny. <laughs> it's not the horizontal mambo. <laughs> As the camera pans out, we see a cluster of tornadoes over a body of water. And I think they're like driving on the bridge at this point. Yeah, that nice little dirt road bridge. Uh, yeah, the area is leading them right up to the middle, and Joe exclaims she's never seen a clutter like this before. He replies with, "Don't I don't think anybody has, and it's at this time Joe informs Bill that they are in the core. Bill looks off to his left as he's crossing this long bridge and informs them that they have sisters. There's two tornadoes dancing on the water right next to each other. And Melissa's phone rings again from the back seat. And at the, I just, I don't even know how Bill's able to drive at this point. Bill, Joe, I don't even know who's driving. I think it's still it's Bill. Bill. Yeah, he drives a lot and he is not the best. Yeah, no, she, she eventually must, takes over. <laughs> she must have some really good cell phone service to be getting it Man, in that tornado. Everywhere. Uh, she answers, telling Julia that she can't talk right now and that she needs Julia to breathe for the both of them. <laughs> Jen, just then, a cow mooing comes flying in the air across Bill's view of the road. All Joe can say is cow. And Melissa replies on the phone, I gotta go, Julia. We got cows. Another cow comes flying across the road and they just watch it go while contemplating out loud on whether or not it's the same cow. Bill says they have drunkards here. And what Joe is that? says we have to get out of here. What's a drunkard? I'm going to tell think. you. Okay, so water spouts are tornadoes which form over water, warm water. They can move onshore and cause damage to coastal areas. Mm. I saw that that water tornado would have taken out their car oh for sure there's so many yeah. times in there where i'm like well that wouldn't happen That's <laughs> just gotta just gotta enjoy and then like i got a little bit of information about that cow yeah let me know it was actually the zebra from jumanji i'm sorry they just reused the cgi oh okay oh. i was like i didn't see a zebra at all <laughs> <laughs> flew all the way from the zoo damn i did see that photo you shared on facebook though that National Geographic photo? Really? <laughs> so it looks like a bunch of cows in a Oh, that was so like cool. a bunch of horses in a field, and then you get closer to it, and it's actually just the shadows of zebras. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that you had to, like, cool. zoom in. It was, That's like, national... Photograph of the year, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. National Geographic's. All right. Drunkards. Zebras. Not what you think. <laughs> I know what a drunkard is. It is a statistic of gas movement. When heated air expands... Mean free path and collision rate causing it to move like a drunkard walk. Mm. So it's the way the hot air starts kind of dancing around. So hot. Yeah. So hot. Hot hot. <laughs> <laughs> He's not back. And Melissa's in the back seat, still mouth agape. 
Bill's brand new shiny red truck is headed straight for an area where it looks like they're going to collide with these two storms. Bill ends up slamming on his brakes and skids to a stop. Just as these two tornadoes make a direct hit, the truck is just spinning around between the two tornadoes, like at the car wash. And <laughs> they're on a bridge too, aren't they? Yeah, they're like on the bridge, spinning around, and then there's a storm on both sides, and they're just kind of stuck in the middle of this swirling hot mess. Um, I don't know where I went now. Uh, everyone's inside, just hanging on to everything. The camera pans out, and we see the three tornadoes dissipate upwards and disappear into the sky. It was like a hit it and quit it, for real. Yeah, they called them uh, sisters, Yeah, and I Googled it, and it said that they really do have sisters mm-hmm. and triplet tornadoes. Yeah. But it didn't really, like, in there. They all just kind of break off of each other. Yeah. Like, if you saw when it first split, it was just, like, split right down the middle, yeah. almost. And when I looked it up, though, it didn't quite look like that, but they really yeah. do have yeah. that kind of tornado. So the average tornado <laughs> moves southwest to northeast, but tornadoes have been known to move in any direction. That's cool. You weren't talking. So I know. Any direction. <laughs> There's a fact. No, I know. I love it. So you can't be safe anywhere. Nowhere. <laughs> Never. Everyone in the truck looks like they're still in shock when Bill and Joe look at each other like giddy school children, jump out the truck, and poor Melissa is still in the back seat, arms still hanging on, and she looks shook. Bill and Joe are hugging and celebrating outside of the truck when Bill sees his future bride slowly crawling out of the truck. He runs to assist her while he repeats, oh, honey, it's okay. And Melissa says, no, I'm not okay. This is not okay. (laughs) That's exactly how she says it. (laughs) She's crying. Bill's now apologizing to her. She tells Bill when you told me you were used, you used to chase tornadoes, I always thought it was a metaphor. What would it be a metaphor for? I don't know. Like maybe chasing crazy, stormy life. <laughs> <laughs> the crew meets up with them on the bridge. Everyone is super stoked about what they just witnessed. This one guy comes up and suggests they may want to get the hell out of there. And Joe says, "Are you kidding?" This thing's not over. This is only getting started. Another comes and says, some of us couldn't help but notice how close we are to Wakita and Aunt Meg. That's my Mary. <laughs> oh, her steak. Wouldn't mind a pit stop. And Joe says, no. Dusty says, red meat. We crave sustenance. Food. Joe says, No. We're not invading my aunt. (laughs) Food. The crew starts screaming food in unison, and Joe (laughs) says, we are absolutely not going. Next scene. In the next scene, we (laughs) see they convoy, uh, the convoy, arriving at Aunt Meg's, and you can tell how much she has missed Billy when he runs up to hug her. Aunt Meg tells Joe, you look like you got some action. We see everyone sitting around the table. Rabbit comments about how much beef she has and wants to know where it came from. She says, didn't you see my cows up front? Rabbit says no, and Aunt Meg replies with a coy, oh, then smiles. And Melissa looks out 
of sorts at this table. Dusty. She looks out of sorts this whole movie. Yeah. She looks like she's looking at fucking aliens yeah. whenever <laughs> Dusty is sitting next to her oh, at man. the table. Dusty covers her entire plate in gravy. That whole plate looks yeah. fucking delicious. Man, that's, that's why I picked him Meg's for my Mary. <laughs> favorite. That's like, yeah, what is but it Meg called? Aunt made Meg's that. famous gravy. Meg's the one that made it. Yeah, you know that's He's going to make it happen, shit. though. That's why I'm yeah. marrying her. <laughs> Jonas is on the TV. Um, oh, Joan, yeah, Jonas is on the TV, and everyone in the room starts booing, and Bill calls him a wiener. Dusty says... He doesn't even say curse words. No, ever. He, what is he, he says son of a bitch once, I think. I but then know. it's like, you he, wiener. He also calls him slime. Yeah. Slime. slime. Uh, Dusty says he's going to rue the day. Imminent ruage. I am saving that one. I love it. Because I want to say you're going to rue the day. But I want to yeah. mean it. Yeah. Imminent ruage. Tornado Alley is a nickname given to an area in the southern plains of the central U.S. that consistently experiences a high frequency of tornadoes each year. Tornadoes in this region typically happen in late spring and occasionally the early fall. No, thank you. I wonder how much damage they normally get. Quite a bit. I feel like you hear about it. Stop asking for facts that I don't have. (laughs) Okay. I I have plenty of other facts. You're the Google person. You just Google them. Melissa asks Dusty why they call Billy the extreme, and another guy responds, because he is extreme, the most extreme son of a bitch in the game. Billy says he thinks he came in second as he looks at Joe. Joe looks upset as she leaves the table. The crew is telling a story of Bill half-naked throwing a bottle of booze into a twister. The crew is talking to Melissa as they explain the difference between an F2 through an F4. And she asks if there's an F5. Everyone goes quiet, staring at her. She asks what that would be like. And one responds, the finger of God. I guess it's like smashing an ant. Oh, yeah. Is that the reference? That's Mm -hmm. how you thought of that all on your own? Yeah. pretty smart. All on myself. Melissa asks, none of y'all has seen an F5? And Billy says, just one of us. Joe's getting cleaned up and ready when Aunt Meg walks in and tells her it's like old times down there. She then states, (laughs) what the fuck? You are out. Unplugging. It's like old times down there. I thought I was cobwebbed vagina. Oh, Oh my. I don't know why. Why? She was not referencing her vagina. You were thinking of drop dead fridge. She just had her beef curtain sign. She's the one that made that sign. That's fucking why she's still down there. Joelle made that sign. Dirty girls. (laughs) Gotta do something. She keeps flipping me off and winning. You have a picture right there of just a constant fucking middle finger. So you're winning. Oh, good. I've never heard you say that. It's not going to happen again. Aunt Meg says uh, he didn't keep his part of the bargain. Joe asks which part. Aunt Meg says to spend his life pining for you and die miserable and alone. Joe says, is that so much to ask for? No, it's not. Dusty is watching um, the news when he hears about an F3 out of Parlane, and the TV reporter is saying this is a very serious storm. 
Bill tells Melissa to ride with Dusty. Joe apologizes to Aunt Meg for having to eat and run. Aunt Meg replies, that's what you live for. And Dusty grabs Aunt Meg to tell her tasty cow and kisses her on the cheek. Everyone's running around frantically to get their shit together so they can go. I like how they just leave all of their mess. Mm-hmm. But Meg, like, well, when you loads go, them down you with food. Go. She's got a big old paper bag full of I'd food. I'd be ready for a fucking nap. Yeah. After me? all that steak and oh, mashed potatoes. And just excitement all day. You're going like, from, like, adrenaline. You're crashing. And then you're going to have to crash eventually. You oh, ate yeah. all those potatoes. They, but they keep <laughs> getting coffee throughout the movie because they really never sleep. potatoes now. I got some in the pantry. Oh. For the instant. Yes. I will eat them. I don't Get care. Are you, are you too good? No, I have I'm real, just eating them all the time. No. Hey, you know what? I have real potatoes and Idaho you can make them. Idahoan makes a the lot of different... The are actually better for you with the instant. Yeah. And they and the carbs. And it makes them in a minute. Mm-hmm. And they have all the flavors. Mm-hmm. All the flavors. Idahoan. I'm yeah. a big listen, fan. Listen, listen, Idahoan. If you want to sponsor us, I'm okay with that. What? I heard on Wine and Crime, they got some bean stuff. Beans baked stuff. beans. Wow. Bushes. Bushes baked beans. <laughs> Y'all are ridiculous. So they go by the enhanced Vegeta tornado scale now since 2007. Oh. So is there an F6? It goes by wind speed yeah. now. So Instead the zero of all that other stuff. Yeah. 65 to 85. I do like that the other one had uh, the kind of damage that it does. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> is that kind of like the trash can scale? I don't know what that is. Like if your lid's open, it's like a F1. And if your trash can's in the tree, it's like an F4. Hmm. You never heard that? Message. Do you know what she's talking no. about? No. Yeah. All right. Well, Andrea knows a lot of stuff, though. I, I would believe her. <laughs> the convoy takes a walk. <laughs> she might be. <laughs> the convoy takes a walk in the woods as we see them barreling through the fields. I don't know why this says they take a walk in the woods. I think... I think they take a turn into the woods. <laughs> but I just love it. Because they're never really walking. Again, Melissa is stuck with Dusty. Yeah. Every time. But he would be the funnest one to be stuck with, though. As Not as for the, some uppity little yeah. thing like her. Joe's oh, actually. What? I was going to say bitch and then slut. And oh. I don't think she's really either. No. A blut. So I stopped saying it. I said, yeah. and then I stopped. Mm. She's just misunderstood. Yes. Joe's driving this time. Fucking Everyone boring. looks so excited, except Melissa. She looks terrified. I do love the energy before a storm. Like, it is kind of exciting. So I can, I can get that a little bit. Mm-hmm. But, man, they are just like... Oh, they're pumped. Pumped. Extreme. They live for it. The convoy cuts through a cornfield and comes out on the highway, almost running right into Jonas's convoy. The sky is darkening, something fierce, and Bill tells Joe, we have to get off this road, trust me. They hit another dirt road, and Jonas's convoy carries on straight. Down the highway, one of the crew tells them they've located a tornado headed down Route 33. And Rabbit says, we are on Route 33. No one can see anything. But darkened skies, everyone's straining necks, but no one sees a thing. They realize it's going to be coming straight for them and that she's really gaining strength and it's a big fatty. (laughs) They decide to go for it. It's time for deployment. Starts hailing hard. 
Bill has to climb through the back of the truck to set up Dorothy. Dusty says it's a moon. And Belzer says that's no moon. That's a space station. Oh, yeah. That's like a Star Wars line, I think. Yeah. I read. He's B- not back. <laughs> Bill's being pelted by huge chunks of ice while Joe's still driving straight for this swirling vortex of doom there is no way that you could be out there in that have you even just stood in the rain the way it gets in your eyes i have delivered mail in the hail and that shit when you get brained by hail it fucking hurts and this was little pellets yeah yeah it's just solid that's why i was like there is no way that he could be back there that makes me think of that video we did with justin oh whenever with the chicken and (laughs) throwing stuff ice and chicken at him we had our own to, as a hurricane party. Oh my gosh, we had a hurricane party over here, and there was no bad weather at the time. But we made our own weather report. I'll find it. It was great. I saw it. The <laughs> other you gotta, day. you gotta post that. I'm yeah, find I it. would love that. Write it down. Yes. So I read that um, the director regretted doing the hail sequence because it took so long to do, and it was really difficult. And the crew couldn't find ice blocks big enough in Oklahoma for the hail making machine. They ended up having to find them in other states, and some were obtained from the Burlington Ice Company in Burlington, Iowa. And they were made special by pouring milk in with the water so that the hail would show up better on film. That's cool. I feel like it made it a bit more realistic, though, because that is one of the, like, anytime I hear there's hail coming, I'm just like, "Mm, that's tornado weather. And I can't think of a lot of movies where they show hail. No. Well, now we know why. (laughs) Get with that ice company. It said, too, that he wanted to do this movie because CGI was getting so big. He knew Mm -hmm. it would be one of the last ones where you get to do, like, real stunts and effects. Yeah. Well, I'm sure it is pricey. Yeah. Uh, Okay. They now have debris flying at them. And Dusty has the camera. And he says they are in the birdcage. And this is, did you see that Melissa is out there? With an umbrella yes. flapping around. Yes. Now, I have the terminology, and I heard birdcage, but when I looked up on this website, all I could find was cage. so I might have misheard. Mm. I don't know. Um, slang for precipitation that wraps around the mesocyclone, possibly hiding a tornado on the ground. And Ooh. that's like when you see the rain coming like you know when you could see the rain and you can't truly see what's in the rain that's cool yeah and frightening bird cage bear cage <laughs> which it, it was getting dark at this time like when they were on the bridge the sun was going down so yeah. it, it's yeah okay melissa's out in this shit with her oversized umbrella which is not faring very well Dusty's trying to get her to look in the camera when Melissa starts screaming, you people are all crazy, and that Joe's <laughs> Joe's the craziest of them all. I love all her lines. Bill and her is, umbrella. <laughs> Bill's still being beat to hell trying to get this machine up and running and tells Joe she's almost ready. Joe says, hold on, we're almost there, and at this time, a whole ass boat flies by them. Bill tells her to stop. This is fine, but Joe wants to get closer. She thinks it can turn at any time. They have to get a little closer just before she slams on the brakes, stating this is close enough. Bill's telling Joe they have to go. Now, this tornado is coming straight for them. There's a huge explosion, 
as the tornado fucks more shit up. And of course, there is always another unfortunate challenge for them. The machine is stuck in the back of the truck. The electrical wires and posts are flying and falling. This is like when the tornado starts ripping up the oh right whole next to line. Them. Yeah, of um, everything is just exploding. The electricity. Yeah, the electrical poles. That's what I'm trying to say. While they're wet in the yeah. rain, one post lands directly on the back of Bill's truck, damaging the machine, and all those balls start rolling onto the road. The sensors. Just then, the tornado disappears back into the sky um, and disappears on their Doppler machine. Preacher states it's the cone of silence, and Joe and Bill are left staring at the sky questioningly. Bill says it's not done yet. Joe starts to collect all of the balls from the road, like in a fucking panic. Oh, she's losing her mind. For real. And... Um, it's gonna, Bill tells her it's gonna drop right on us. Bill starts backing the truck up, but Joe still wants to play with balls in the street. (laughs) She just keeps telling Bill, it's not too late. We can still do this. They're arguing in the rain about how killing herself isn't gonna bring her dad back. Stop living in the past and look what you have right in front of you. Mind you, all of this is being picked up on the CB radio again. For Melissa's listening pleasure. As Dusty holds up her skeleton umbrella. Oh, my God. According to your definition, this movie is a rom-com. Oh, for sure. Mm. Joe asks, Bill, what are you saying? And Bill responds, me, Joe. Melissa looks broken as she stands in the rain while Dusty does his best to hold an umbrella for her in this sideways rain. The convoy is now traveling together again as the sun is setting. What a long-ass day. Yeah, nobody slept yet. No. The weather station's now watching two storms traveling near each other. If these two storms converge, it's going to be a beast. We're at a drive-in theater now watching the twin scene of The Shining. Everyone's listening to different weather alerts, and Melissa's trying to relax in a hotel bed when she hears about another tornado sighting. Joe grabs a pen after ordering eight coffees to go and uses it to finally sign her divorce papers. So she only orders eight coffees. So she's not getting eight. She's not getting one for Melissa or for Bill. Oh, no. So she assumes they're not coming. Yeah. Take care of yourself. That's my very interesting <laughs> side note. Good obs- observation. Mm-hmm. All right. Bill shows up. He's talking about how he's been thinking of the sensors all over the road. And now he's wondering if it isn't too light that the funnel might not carry them up in it. But it doesn't. he doesn't know what to do to fix it. The TV starts snowing over and Bill and Joe instant concern. Uh, oh, they, they show instant concern. Even Melissa comes out of her room to stare into the sky. It's starting to sound and look a bit menacing. What are you doing? I didn't know if that was food. It's not. It's foam. (laughs) (sighs) Crystal's eating foam. Everyone then looks at the sky, the theaters in the background. Uh, Nobody sees anything. Too far out and it starts lightning. 
The concern is growing for everyone while Melissa is just standing there with her mouth dropped open. I wonder how many bugs she ate that day. I'm surprised she's still there after that whole conversation. I would have been like, I'm done. I'm scared of tornadoes. Well, she's like lying in bed crying. Yeah. Oh, she was crying? I must have been looking down. Dude, by herself. (laughs) I missed it. Dusty runs out, tells them it's coming straight for them, and Bill yells for everyone to get underground. Now, Billy runs to Melissa, and when the lightning strikes, we see the tornado is massive and close. And Joe is just stuck there, staring. Finally, she snaps out of it and alerts the Food Shack staff to get somewhere safe. All the while, the drive-in patrons are just running around. And we see the screens getting sucked up into the tornado. The patrons run into a building. First, I put bathroom question mark. That's what I thought. I was like, is because this a bathroom? Because the way it was tiled. Yeah. Um, and it may have been. And they shut the double doors. That's where I was thrown off about it being a bathroom. Yeah. The double doors. Uh, okay. Joe stops long enough to get a crew member out who was hiding in the van. Bill just keeps screaming, Joe, come on. Just as everyone makes it in, the tornado approaches the drive-in, shredding it to pieces. People are being ushered down below into the pit. Glass gets blown in on everyone, and the roof starts peeling off of this building. What a horrible place to shelter. And this all big open pit. they can do is crouch against the wall and wait it out. There's literally just shit raining down all over these people. The pole gets knocked over and a hose starts flying around. Preacher catches the hose and then he gets smacked in the face with a hubcap. Joe puts pressure on his wound. Bobo. His Bobo. Bobo. That's right. Melissa is having a full-blown meltdown. A car flies into the garage, slamming into a truck, which is now hanging over the pit where everyone was was taking shelter. What did we say? Oh, it was a station wagon, huh? Yeah. Sign flies into the garage. And then next, Aunt Meg is reading a book and watching TV in bed. She's reading a book and watching TV. Crystal was... That was... You You can't disturbed. do that. I can. If the TV is like on mute, maybe. And I just pause and look up every now and then. Maybe it wasn't a good show or a good book. You got to combine them. The wind starts to pick up outside and Aunt Meg goes to the window to check it out. And then we cut back to the team and all the cops start arriving on the scene. She had a whole ass wind chime garden mm-hmm. like when you hear the wind and she just has like i don't know if that's their alert system out there but like i don't know if I she think it's just that. her everything is a clatter yeah like, it's making it's making like really nice sounds, oh yeah i know some of them yeah. were really pretty some but at some chime. point i was just like there's so many different <laughs> chimes like that's she really had cool, a lot i really did like the spinning one yeah. the xylophone spinning tornado looking one Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had looked up. They have it listed on IMDb who the guy was. It's like Evan or something like that. Who um, Crystal got at yard art. Yeah, it is yard art. It's cool looking, but it's a real sculpture made by a guy. They have it listed on IMDb. Oh, oh cool. But I didn't write his name. How much is it? Got that information for us. If I wanted to buy it, you're not gonna buy it. Okay, you I, can't. We don't have enough money. I got you. I don't know. They emerge from the garage to carnage. Dusty goes to his truck, and the TV is reporting to, on the storms. 
Melissa asked Belzer if that's what it was like up on that hill. Is that says, what it was like up on that hill? <laughs> he says, no, they were lucky. Those are just downdrafts and microbursts. Which this woman are, has twigs and shit in her hair. Andrea's got the terminology oh, I do, for I do, the downdrafts do. and the microbursts. Okay. Downdrafts and microbursts is a general term for all <clears throat> localized strong wind events that are caused by a strong downdraft. Uh, within a thunderstorm, while microburst refers to a small downburst um, at, oh, hang on, that is less than four kilometers across. I think Dusty says they just got sideswiped by it. Yeah. Yeah, the one at the movie theater like it was wasn't a even side a swipe. direct side hit. It was yeah. so, like a truck flew almost yeah. onto yep. them. Almost right on top. All right. Joe asked Dusty where it's heading. He says it looks to hit Wakita dead on. Mm-hmm. They all start rushing to leave. Bill says he'll drive. And then he tells Melissa that he has to go. She tells him she's going back. I know. Immediately, Joe's like, I'm going. And you could see in their faces, they're like, fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, we have to go with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he says, she's the teacher. Yeah. He <laughs> says, good. She'll be safe at the hotel. He says he'll see her in the morning. Melissa says, I won't be there. <laughs> She's saying goodbye, and she can't compete with this. She wouldn't know how. She says sooner or later it would have ended. She's not that upset. What does that mean? Funny thing is, I'm not that upset. What does that mean? (laughs) She's right, though. She can't compete with Joe. (laughs) I told you I was going to fucking do it the whole time. I love it. It really puts me in the moment. Dusty calls for Bill. Yeah, because everybody's waiting for this drama to end. Melissa says, you go ahead. She needs you. Do not. (laughs) She needs you. Don't worry about me. I know my way home. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go watch the football game now. I got to get a couple more in there. (laughs) They arrive in Wakita and it's destruction. They pull up to Aunt Meg's house and Joe jumps out of the truck. She's calling for Meg and goes into the house. She... When she goes into the house, she like walks up on the first story roof. This house looked upside and down. And then walks into to a second story window. Yeah. Like it really That's did how look upside up down this to house me. Is. Well, and it <clears throat> said that they bought eight blocks of houses and really destroyed them oh, yeah. for the movie. They, That's cool. They bought eight houses and built another 30. And they destroyed all of them. And then the town, Wakita, actually used the funds to rebuild their downtown area. Good for them. And they saved the brand new fire truck from the movie. I did see that. They got to keep it. Yep. So they're walking around the house and it looks like it's a second away from collapse. Joe hears, okay, so the dog's name is Moose, right? I didn't get his name. They keep saying Moe's. It was spelled M-O-S-E. It was spelled M-O-S-E, but whenever I looked it up, it says his name is Moose. Mm -hmm. Is that an Oklahoma thing? Maybe. I have no idea. Maybe it's just their accent. It sounds like Moe's. So Meg's lying on the floor with part of the roof on top of her. Bill and Joe pull it off. She's bleeding from the head, saying she's all right. The TV that's hanging by a cord uh, cable looks like it's about to fall on them. And a second later, the TV falls and misses them. Then the whole house shifts, and the team goes to help. Which, by the way, if the house is fucking shifting, maybe Get don't out. stand on it. Yeah. Maybe you don't have seven other people go and try to pull you out. Mm-hmm. It said that um one of the 
camera people got hurt here. I imagine the, so. The first crew quit because, like, the director guy got mad and pushed one of them. Oh, shit. And this was, like, the new crew. Yawn. The main, yeah, yawn. Fucking yawn. He was intense. And the new crew, they accidentally, like, deployed the hydraulics on the house while he was in it, and the roof fell on him. Oh, shit. And hurt his back. Damn. Paid for life. Yeah. So the team goes to help Joe, Bill, and Meg, and Dusty tells Lawrence to get an ambulance. And take his watch. Oh, yeah. Take my watch. Fucking important. I was like, what? Meg comes out of the second story window and says, how nice you all came over. They get Meg on a stretcher. Dusty asked for some eggs, steak and eggs or some shit. How about some steak, he said. Meg asked Bill to get Moose for her or Moe's. However, I'm just going to refer to him as Moose. Okay. Bill carries Moose out. Meg says she's going to go to the hospital, but she's going to drive herself. Rabbit tells her that her car is in a tree around the corner. Yeah. <laughs> no Meg, fucking way. Meg groans and lays back, and then the house collapses. And Dusty is listening to tornado reports. The tornadoes are joining forces. Two tornadoes are joining forces. Joe checks on Meg in the ambulance. She has a bump on her head and maybe a broken wrist. She says she didn't have any warnings, and the sirens went off a few seconds before it hit. Gotta fix that, <clears throat> Joe. Yeah. Dusty tells Joe NSSL is predicting an F5. Meg tells Joe to go stop it. Meg was in, that is Lois Smith. She is still alive and still doing movies. I love her. Yeah, she's great. She was in East of Eden with James Dean in 1955. Oh, nice. cool. Mm-hmm. Joe is staring at Meg's yard art. See, yard art. Mm-hmm. She says she knows how to make Dorothy fly. And then Bill looks at it and says, of course. And no one fucking else knows what he said. Of course. Yeah. They all. <laughs> sure. They're connected. That's right, how he sweetie. knows. So Joe tells the team she needs every aluminum can they can find. And they need cutters and duct tape. And conveniently, they're only Pepsi cans. <laughs> is the only cans they can find. Product placement. It's annoying. Yeah. They drink a lot of Pepsi It's not the north. It's fucking Oklahoma. Well, mid, as soon as you leave the, the southern area, it is more Pepsi product. Bill wants the last Dorothy on his truck. They're putting spinners on the sensors. All of their hands are bloody. Tore the fuck up. At first, bandaged. I thought they were attaching this <clears throat> stuff because he said he needed duct tape. And I was like, maybe they couldn't find some. Maybe they're just using band-aids to attach this stuff but then <laughs> they need a duct you tape start for seeing the their bloody hands as they're dropping them in there and i'm just like oh yeah you getting slit up because you're very quickly maybe they should have looked for some gloves too yeah yeah all right so they pull over and they put the upgraded sensors into the two dorothy's bill stops in front of the tornado they pull out one of the doors well he fucking like spins around mm-hmm. does a crazy little spin move that you know would normally topple a truck but yeah not bills no not that one so they pull dorothy they pull it out of the back of the truck again if you and a very small woman are pulling it out of your truck what in the world makes you think that that bitch isn't just gonna fucking topple over and what is it made of aluminum that light aluminum so it's just nothing they put it in the road they take off and they stop a little further up to see if Dorothy gets picked up. She's got a camera shooting. And they're like hanging out of the windows. Don't mm. get out of the truck. Just hang out of the window. Yeah. So now it's slide, Dorothy's sliding all over the road. And Bill says it's too light. A tree limb hits Dorothy and it gets knocked over. And then all the sensors go flying. 
Another limb gets wedged under their truck. That was a whole ass tree. Yeah. This whole ass tree come flying. Under the truck. Under I'm calling truck. it a limb. It. All right. That's a fucking big limb. It's like an oak limb. <laughs> okay. Those are fucking big. Yeah. Of like a hundred year old oak tree. I, I don't think it was that. <laughs> you know what? It I'm lifted not debate the whole it. truck off the road. Another limb gets wedged <laughs> under their truck and they're stuck on the limb. The tornado is heading for them. Keeps trying to go reverse and then forward, but they're fucking stuck. Oh, yeah. He's they burning see rubber. Something. Yeah, yeah. They see something flying out of the tornado and trying to figure out what it is. It's an 18-wheeler coming right at them. And not just an 18-wheeler, a fuel 18-wheeler. Yeah, as a fuel truck. <clears throat> so that was like such a cool scene in the movie. Yeah. It comes at them and then it knocks them loose from the limb and they take off and then... I don't know if it's the same 18-wheeler. Yeah, no, or, it like lifts up in the air. Or a different then, one, yeah. yeah it lifts one. up and then lands right in front of them and fucking blows up. And then they drive through it. Dorothy comes out unscathed. Of course. And they have one more chance to get this right. And then Jonas, right alongside the tornado. His team is in position. Bill says they can make it. And Joe says not unless they anchor the pack. And then they look at each other and I guess make the decision to be good people. And Joe calls Jonas on the radio and tells him the pack is too light and he has to anchor it. And Bill tells Jonas to hang back a minute because it could shift. And Eddie, the driver, says maybe they should listen to Bill. They would never put him in harm's way. Jonas says, when I want your opinion, I'll give it to you. You think he said, put your foot on the gas and whatever. Yeah, he said, "Oh yeah, um, they got to make you really hate Keep him. your mouth shut and put your foot on the gas. Yeah. So they stay on the heading. Bill is telling them to get out of there, and then the tornado starts to shift. Yup. <clears throat> and Bill's talking, and then Jonas just turns the radio off, and then a beam rams Eddie right in the face, and the tornado fucking sucks him up, and they all watch as Jonas's truck flies around the tornado, hits the ground, and explodes. The tornado is throwing debris everywhere, and they say debris, but it's three fucking tractors. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's some whole ass farm equipment yeah. just flying. Well, a tractor lands in front of Bill's truck, and then they dodge it, and then two more tractors land in front of them. She's like screaming, "Right, left, right, left!" He really and, needed those directions, exactly. So, um, and she's riding like roller coaster style, like yeah. she's like, <laughs> "Yeah." <laughs> it then, said that the way that they did that, hurling the machinery at them. Was they suspended the equipment from powerful helicopters and then released it on cue and the pickup would dodge it. So you're it just like destroying shit. Really shit. is falling out. That's yeah. where the yeah. budget is. Because yeah. you fucking destroyed like actual houses. Well, and, and actual yeah, fucking like, farm and equipment. they bought those houses. I think they said like seven or ten thousand dollars a piece, and then they built thirty more houses. Like you think, you know, that's like three hundred grand. Yeah. And it also said. That, I mean, they could have just came here and got my debris for free. <laughs> It also said that the explosion of the oil tanker was mistimed and they didn't get it the first time oh, and had to redo it. it. Fucking do it so again. it wasn't the same truck. And it was <laughs> budget rumored to have cost $500,000 no. for both explosions wow. for to redo it one time because wow. they missed it. Someone lost their job. Yeah. Somebody was in <laughs> So they're still going down this highway and then a house rolls into the middle whole of the road. house, a whole house. And they drive right through it. Yep. We're going in. A yep. whole two, oh like he's driving we're going on in. the stairs. Like it's a two story so house. No I couldn't understand that. That your truck would drive through that. No. You might be stuck. Not only that, they go up the stairs, 
but they're going through the house horizontal like you'd have to see it how maybe they do he it. went in the first floor and came out the second because came, the house is rolling well, it was rolling but if the house is rolling then how the fuck are they the going stairs would have had straight? to go this way i don't know he like went horizontal. through a whole ass couch and everything the math ain't mathing mm-hmm. that's right what is that tv magic movie magic movie, movie magic. magic all right so joe unbuckles and sets up the last dorothy which I don't know why it took Bill so long the first I know, time. She did the shit in time, a She's snap. like, beep, boop, beep. Done. done. <laughs> I'm finished now. Ready to go, dumb fuck. <laughs> so Bill drives into a cornfield. He puts the truck on cruise control. It is so disrespectful how many cornfields they just drive right, right through. Right through. There's like, fuck, fuck these this farmers. Cornfield. I'm like, <laughs> there's no torn uh, <laughs> tractors just randomly, some farm equipment that you're going to die hitting. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Disrespect. They do what they want. They do. They're saving lives. <laughs> Fucking up corn. <laughs> Fucking up corn. <laughs> so Bill puts the truck on cruise control. They count to three and jump out of the truck. They could not have because they have the door. No that's where, where I'm the at. corn There's hitting no way them. How, open the door. That's where I was at. How are you not getting fucking smushed by the doors? Yeah. I would have, the door would have knocked me out. Yeah. I would have fallen under the tire. Or gotten drugged with your foot stuck (laughs) on the door. All right. So they're watching as the truck is driving into the tornado and Joe is just yelling go like a hundred times. Yeah. So it finally sucks sucks up all the little sensors and they're all flying and it's great. And they're already getting readings. And then the tornado shifts. God, because why would you think that the tornado is just going to shift and come right at you? That tornado was so fucking big. It was a mile wide. It barely would have to change. It's a mile wide. Bill's just like, run. Right up against it. He's going to outrun a tornado today. (laughs) What? A mile-wide tornado. I was heading for Joe I can't even run a mile. (laughs) (laughs) You run to a barn, and inside the barn, you see just a bunch of sharp fucking objects hanging like a scythe, and I don't know what else was in there, but I saw a scythe. And she goes, who are these people? (laughs) Who are these people? They're (laughs) farmers, you fucking idiot. So they run out of the barn and come across a small building. I don't even know what it ends up being. And this barn gets torn apart as they're leaving it. Yeah. Yeah. The roof is leaving. And then, like, pieces of the fence are just flying at them, getting Mm -hmm. stuck into the walls. And they're unscathed. Unscathed. Not even a cut. All right, so they get into the small building, and they belt themselves to a pipe, which uh, Bill says is they go at least 30 feet down, so they should be okay. This now? thing looked like an outhouse. It did. So we have well water, and we have like oh, that. okay. So we have a pump like well that. Okay. There is no fucking way I would tie myself to that. <laughs> no, <laughs> to survive a tornado. Well, I mean, like that is they had no only, choice. That's your only option, though. Yeah. yeah. So they're now in the middle of the tornado. You could see all the fun, cool parts, like the very. They are literally. They are flying sideways, <laughs> and I'm wondering. They're like completely upside down. Yeah. How? Do they still have pants on? <laughs> how are his boots how? still on his feet? Like, that is a good question. Do you still have pants on? This thing is sucking buildings apart. <laughs> like, you were, you were stuck in a vacuum. So, more likely, if they had survived, they should have at least been pantless and shoeless from the waist down. And all this shit's down. flying past them, and she's just looking around, like... It's beautiful in there. You wouldn't so be able to pretty. open your fucking yeah. eyes, because all... The tornado is a... a you wouldn't be able to even devil. breathe. I feel like it would just be sucking oxygen. You would just be a shriveled shell left. It would just suck your very essence out. So now they're mm. in the middle of the tornado, and they get to see the inside, and then 
magically it dissipates after going over them. And FYI, the horses are okay. <laughs> I do want to worry about the animals. Yeah, so it's just I. like a bright, sunny, beautiful day now. Yeah. Bill and Joe are alive, and they start arguing about who's going to run the lab and who's going to do the analysis. He's back. Oh, she's already delegating. He's, he's everything. definitely back now. <laughs> and the team arrives, and Bill and Joe kiss. Everyone celebrates. Cheesy, inspirational music. <laughs> I got the rock song at the end was "Respect the Wind." Written and performed by Eddie and Alex Van Halen. I did not hear a song at all. This is just what was written on IMDb. So since you didn't write it down. Because there was no music. It was cheesy, inspirational Maybe music. Maybe this is just I put in it the was credits. Jurassic Park music. Because that's what it sounded like to me. Clearly, I didn't pay attention. <laughs> I just got my fact online. I found out that this film was notorious for destroying surround speakers in theaters worldwide because yeah, yeah. of all the, the very loud bass. and heavy surround channel. And as Crystal said, they would not have been able to hear in that tornado. Yeah. No. With that fucking shit. They, sound, so they already said it sounds like a freight train. You wouldn't be able to see. You wouldn't be able to hear. So or all talk. that cool shit they're looking at, you can't look at that. You can't even open your eyeballs. The wind's going so fast. Mm-mm. There's no way. Uh, so to go back to Tom Hanks real fast, I found his quote for why he didn't want to be in this movie. He said, uh, it wasn't what I was trying to do for my career at the time. It called for an eccentric man with a southern flair, and that wasn't me. Well, Bill Paxton did it. <laughs> I write. He, he embraced really did. the very essence of. I saw that according to Yardbarker.com. Lisa Sanderson's lawsuit against Garth, Garth Brooks said that he was offered the role of Dusty. I don't know how true this is because it's funny. However, he reportedly turned it down because the tornado was the star, not him. Jesus. <laughs> I don't All know how right. true that is. Tom Cruise. Made me laugh. How does the tornado go to the bathroom? How? How? I don't know. It pulls their pants off, that's for sure. That's no, right. not Tom, in Twister. Not Tom. in this your, one. Your cowboy boots even stay on the whole time. Yes. Not Tom. your fucking cow. <laughs> he, by the so, way, I, I, Bill fucking Paxton overacts everything. Mm-hmm. It's him and, uh, I can't remember the guy's name, Dennis Quaid. They fucking overact so bad. Oh, all Dennis the time. Cra- Quaid is something else. Did you actually see the long list of, like, all the famous guys that they thought for this position Mm -hmm. was like so long but it was all really good like mel gibson and like um i can't even it was like all the big guys they definitely it's not like one of the movies that you're like oh that's the perfect person for this part like i could probably think of at least five other people yeah i mean like yeah that would be they would be good yeah if they would have had somebody else it could have been an even bigger movie but I but still think he did good. He didn't do bad, you know. No. He gave it kind of like a little funny flair to me, yeah. to his character, like the faces he made and mm-hmm. his line deliveries. Both of them, really. Him Bobby from Supernatural could have done it. Oh, yeah. I like Bobby. Oh, I wish he would do something. He's great. Or like Jeffrey Dean Morgan would have been good. I want him to do like Paul Paul. Um, Sam and Dean's dad from Supernatural. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Or Denny. He's got to. He can Grey's be my daddy. daddy. Yes. You don't even like men. We literally had a discussion <laughs> oh, no, but about this it one's really yesterday. Hot. I do, just not always. You know, Laura I Dern. Like hanging out with them. Laura Dern could have been oh, Joe. Yeah, I yeah. think she almost was. Helen Mirren probably could have. Mm-hmm. Who is that? 
I know that name. She's she was on um Red with Bruce Willis. Mm-hmm. She's like an older lady. I know her name. I think she plays a queen at some point mm-hmm. in some movie. Oh, okay. Do you want to tell them you what movies they're them? voting on? I know her name. Didn't fucking think so. <laughs> what uh, movie are we recording next? I don't even know. Wayne's, Wayne's World. World. Oh, Wayne's World. I'm so excited. Mm, so me too. Stay tuned for Wayne's World. Excellent. Go to our Facebook page on Tuesday to vote for our next movie. Tell a friend or a stranger or some family <laughs> to listen to us. I tell fucking strangers. <laughs> so let us All know if you want some merch so you can go ahead and promote us real well. That's yeah. right. And Joel's also, make it. <laughs> for now, if you go vote, as long as we can track how many people it is, you're getting into a drawing for Free winning a shirt of merch. Yeah. One person. All right, guys. Friends, off topic. <laughs>